0: and frothies august 18 2020 uh early preview of round 14 and review no 15 and review of round 14 i'll get that right one day this intro okay. uh <laughs> Due to the uh, early nature, we're missing a couple of the usuals, but uh, Ollie from uh, Rugby League, in my opinion, joins us again. Ollie, how
1: are you, mate? I'm doing very well. I mean, you're the other guy. Pretty soon, I'm going to be the interchange guy in coming change. in and out yeah. for the boys. But no, I'm happy cool. to be here again this week and. Um but I, I hope the boys are back pretty soon, and yeah. um, you know, get back to the usual crew, and I can sort of sit on the side and drink yeah. and. Yeah. So uh, the official beer garden
0: empire number fourteen. Yeah, Ollie. So now you have to get a shirt. There we so, go. <laughs> as um, I mistimed time, time, my mouthful of beer. Um, and how are you, Barney? How goes it, mate? Yeah, I'm going all right. And yourself? Good. Yeah. <laughs> get tangled in I a mean, you. <laughs> tangled in a headset. Drop me be All right, we're back. So, um, should we kick off and look back straight away around 14? Let's do it. Uh, so kicked off Friday night, Storm 24 dominant over the rooster 6. Uh, Jerome Hughes, great display of, I guess, what a running half is these days. Um... And it, obviously the East injury told totally the other big story out of the game. But Barney, do you want to kick off with some stats?
2: Yeah, of course. So we had um, an an Olum double. Uh, Hughes, as you said, was outstanding with a try, try assist, seven tackle busts and two line breaks. Um, completions were 66% to the Roosters and 86% to the Storm. Sets, 27 out of 41 for the Roosters and 37 out of 34 for the Storm. Uh, 1 line break for the Roosters 6 for the Storm tackle bus were 34 to 32 in the way of the Roosters offloads 8 for the Roosters 14 for the Storm Uh, 402 tackles for the Roosters to 345 from the Storm which I think uh, the defensive told led to 17 errors out of the Roosters as well and 10 from the Storm they also conceded 4 penalties the Roosters compared to the Storm's 2 the friend was the top Tackler with 60, uh, Brandon Smith with 36, Teddy with 234 metres and Christian Welch with 190 metres. Top Supercoach scorers were uh, Tullipalutu, was it, young fella? Yep. 67 Uh, points, Teddy with 67, Jerome Hughes with 103 and Ollum with 94. And uh, we'll let...
1: Uh only have the first hit-up. What did you make of the game, All I was very surprised. Um, obviously, last week on the podcast, I said I was tipping the Roosters. I was pretty confident, confident the Roosters could still get the job done, especially with Cameron Smith and Cameron Munster out. But we talked about the likes of Tedesco and Kiri. They were looking tired. They were looking overworked. And although I guess it wasn't, you know, an injury because he was overworked, Luke Kiri obviously succumbing to that rib injury. He'll be out for a few weeks. Uh, he will be back in time for the finals,
2: which is good for Roosters fans. Um and they do ginger have, but I'd imagine he got pretty yeah. well lined up. That was a good. They hospital. They Cracked thought he had internal twice, bleeding. Apparently. Yeah, two cracks in the one. Rib. Yeah,
0: they thought he was uh, in much worse trouble. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I still think if, if he's there, we'll just have to see over the next you know five or so weeks if he you know if it's a full recovery you know or if they're going to put him back out there uh, a bit half baked because I, I could see them doing that um, heading towards finals and final needing the room, yeah needing the all, awesome, so. they
0: need them up but of all injuries you don't want as a football I'm sure broken rib I know. Uh, Train rugby played if one regularly, but uh, yeah, it's it's not a very good, especially for a running five 8 I well, suppose.
1: Well, it, it'd sort of be uncomfortable all the time in the at the at the very least, wouldn't it? You know, it would necessarily. We well, can't put breathe out for that. Yeah, well, long. won't exactly. be able to. Won't it won't be able to breathe for probably two
2: weeks without yeah. hurting. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that sort after, of now, immediate impact.
1: Yeah. Act, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it was, it was a really good performance by the Storm. Um, as you alluded to, Jerome Hughes was just uh, far and away, I'd say, the best player in that game. We also had the likes, you know, um, and coming back, looked very good. Um, but those Roosters, man, I don't know. The cheese I, was good too. The cheese was very good. The Roosters, though, I thought they'd put in a bit of a better performance. You know, Luke Keery only really got injured towards the end of the the second half, so that that was a bit concerning for me. However, the Roosters do have those reinforcements coming back this week, which we'll get to, so that'll be interesting. However, yeah, as I said, a bit shocked. I thought at least, you know, when when it was, what, 24-0 or something, I thought, okay... Usually in the Roosters Storm game, one team gets off hot, scores about 20 points, then the other one comes back and scores 20, and I was convinced that that's what was going to happen. However, the game just went on, and it just did not look like happening, and it didn't happen. Obviously, the Roosters got over with one in the end, but it was too little too late. Barney?
2: Yeah, well, um, 12 errors from the back five for the Roosters probably sums up their night. It's been happening pretty regularly for a while, um, probably... When that wave, we talked about that wave started coming back down, that's where they sort yep. of fell away a bit with a lot of errors in the back line and been, you know, clunky. When it gets a bit wider, they get a bit clunky. When they're around the rucks, yeah. they're nice and tight. But when they're, yeah, they're making too many uh, mistakes, which is hurting them. But that makes it, I know, it probably makes a difference as well. Like even losing Orbison
0: so early uh, and then straight away, within two minutes, they lost um, Lamb. Yeah. It wasn't long. Um, but like Orbison on paper, not a Victor Adley, but holds a lot of glue together. In There's plenty of work. Yeah. so um, And good work. Like around those edges, you, you're probably missing your first five choice players on those edges. Yeah. Uh, and even a pair in, so you're missing obviously uh, Corden at Crichton, uh, now Orbison, and then the two outside plus BMOS. Um, it's just an experience. I think it's just um, you can't all be – Premiership wing plays straight off the bat, and but they got a couple of Fords who were trying very hard. Um, they were Brandon, pretty good again. Um, Brandon
2: and Jerome seemed to gel quite good. They well, drove that team around. The there. other thing is, like that's
0: a, if that's a glimpse into Melbourne next year, you wouldn't be unhappy. No, if uh, if you have all three of them, plus your full Ford pack back, plus an, uh plus um, Munster, it's yeah. <laughs> still a hot looking team. So good science uh, and. Uh, so the tipping point, though, we've talked about it with the East. Uh, the injuries out of the game and losing uh, Finucane after the matter. And now Bromwich this week. Uh, where's the tipping point for Melbourne going
2: forward, Barn. Have we reached it? Yeah, it would be pretty much right on it now, I'd imagine. If they lose Hughes as well. Oh, if they lose Hughes. The, what's next? Riley Jackson. Who? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, the guy that played fullback last week. Hines. Hines. Actually did a good job.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you reckon, Oh, They're about at that tipping point now. They Similar to the Roosters, although not as bad. However, you've got to think, Cameron Smith trained with the side this week. Munster confirmed that last night, so he should be back next week. Yeah, one more and, week. Yeah, one more week. Oh, yeah, they could pull him out for the Eels game. They won't, I don't think. If I they didn't can, see it. Was Roosters he name 21? I'm not sure. I, I, th- I, I, I thought he would have been because he did train with the squad. Um, and, and Munster's probably got a couple, a couple of weeks, and he'll be back too. So no, it wasn't named. Well, they've always
2: that, said from the go. start they'd needle him up if they had to. It was final stop. Yeah, time, yeah, so. yeah. So it's just probably they
0: can. They, they've, got a, they've got They've got two games up their down. sleeve now as well. Uh, in terms of points. They're,
2: yeah, they're not in uh, that much risk. Um, on what Ali touched on, yeah, the Roosters. Didn't look settled at all in the game. Even before the injuries came into the game, they—you know what I mean—they just looked rushed in their attack. And um, the Storm were just clinical. The Fox had the most energy I've seen out of him for mm. a while. Yeah, he's got a contract he to play for to him. get himself involved. So. Oh. Yeah, well, he's not going to be re-signing with yeah.
1: Melbourne. He's and he, he came out and said that he wouldn't mind having a crack at fullback. So, <sighs> who knows?
2: I'd, he'd be out in that yet. Yeah. Yeah, someone will might probably try try him there if he really wants to stick
0: to it. You know who ended up trying him there? <laughs> the Tigers. Your Tigers, yeah. Yeah, If they took getting him there, that's what – Oh, I don't know if Maggie's that sort of coach. But, <laughs> well, they wanted to try Latrell there at one point. So, <laughs> in fairness, he's going right?
2: He's going pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, any final thoughts? Yeah, no. It's Not really. No. Stormer clinical. Rooster's made too many mistakes. Uh, and we saw the next clinical display for most of the game, Penrith 18, Warriors 12. Uh, ended up being a pretty good game of footy. Do you need the stats for now? Huh?
2: Yeah, mate. So completions were 73% to the Warriors and 88% to Penrith. Uh, tackle bu- uh, Line breaks were two apiece. Tackle bus were 10 to the Warriors, 42 to Penrith. Offloads eight apiece, uh, 443 tackles for the Warriors, 318 for Penrith. It's going to make a massive difference in your game. Uh, penalties conceded 7 6. Errors 12 to the Warriors, 5 to Penrith. Uh, Torhu Harris with 58 tackles, Appy with 53, uh, Harris with 142 metres, and Edwards with 212 metres. Uh, Harris was top supercoach scorer for the Warriors with 70 and Herbert with 63, Cleary with 92 for Penrith, and Appy with 89. So it's all? Uh, I thought it was a good game between the two sides. I
1: think Penrith probably should have won by a bit more. I feel like they had it in them. Thir- the first sort of 10, 15 minutes was really played down in the Warriors 20 metres. Uh, repeats that after repeats that on a couple of occasions. Penrith probably should have been able to um, get over the line there. I you think. know what that was?
0: Um, and I messaged, I messaged Barney this on Friday. Watching them in their first 20, that reminded me of Easts in the first three rounds. It was just relentless. Like, it was just – there was no – they weren't rushed. But it was, it's all right, we're going to repeat set. It's all right, we're going to repeat set. And we'll just grind them down because the work then is worth 18 points later, which I sort of was, but then they didn't kick away. Um, But, yeah, sorry, carry on.
1: Yeah, I I just wanted to say that while it was a good – both teams played well, right? However, I feel like Penrith have the ability – two sort of... When you compare the two sides, Penrith probably should have won by a bit more. Um, I know they had that try disallowed as well for obstruction which was a bit 50-50 there, Mm. but I'm I'm talking Penrith should have been able to do more with that game they had. Um, As I said, it's not like they were playing bad either, but the the, the Warriors were playing good, but I feel like Penrith, they had plenty of opportunities there to sort of widen that scoreline and they just didn't um, quite frankly, so yeah, um, a good game out of Coruscant though, in particular I think, um, out of Dummy Half, I think he had a really good game for me, possibly player player of that game Um,
2: but yeah uh, good effort by the Warriors though Barney? Uh, Yeah mate, the Warriors effort over the 80 minutes was awesome, that's the reason they didn't get put away, those times when, you know, there was one guy walking, there was two other guys doing his work for him, you know, they just kept coming the entire game, Uh, Penrith were Really slick for the first half an hour, of, uh, first half of the game.
0: A lot more and, kick out in that first half hour too.
2: Yeah. But um, their attack sort of broke down a little bit. And towards the back end, I don't know if they were um, rushing it a little bit too much or overthinking what they were doing. But it sort of broke down a little bit out the back. Um, yeah, the, as I said, the Warriors were strong. Um, I feel sorry for Nick though that, that would have hurt. He yeah. didn't just cop a boot. He got yeah. trodden off. Like the oh, bloke had his yeah. head run
1: over. I mean, there was Nick Arima, There was Stephen Crichton absolutely going out of his way to upend Roger to a shack Harris DeVita just... Launching really tack- himself, just throwing himself <laughs> at Liam Martin. Then Martin, gave, I, I don't think he got it completely, but giving him a little bit of a receipt yeah. um, a bit later on. So th- there were some pretty good um, hits just to interrupt there. But, you know there was yeah plenty. Of I think what you said though is right, Barnum I think Warriors played well. Like they're
0: allowed to oh, mate, play they, well, and they, they hung, put it right up. To they hung in they that game, coming. and you look through the last month what they've done. They beat the Dragons. Beat uh, Dragons. Who did they beat last week? Manly. Yeah. Uh, beat Manley. Yeah. beat Manley. Should have arguably beaten Newcastle the week before.
1: Yeah, that's even, right. the t- um, even the Titans in that game. It was, yeah. it was a few weeks ago. But now, they're just so
0: hanging it. they just hang tough and they make you beat them. They make you put them away. And um Penrith another night probably after that first twenty minutes put twenty four on a team in the first half and they didn't and in the back end they'll come in just as hard and it probably just discipline the last five minutes just crueled them at the end there.
2: Yeah, they sort of lacked that finishing touch with the um with their ball players mm-hmm. there was a there's a couple of unusual calls i wasn't sure exactly what what went on um the penalty that they went from 6 i think it was 14 or 16 to the 18 when it's hit the rts and it's gone to yo and then he's passed it back to a warriors bloke how's that yeah. a penalty to penner no, it, yeah, you it's play the bloke on side. Yes, touched Yo's touched it. Yeah. And he's passed it back to a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> that I, don't I don't understand. <laughs> and there was another one where the ref blew his whistle too early in the act of the ball being contested on the try line. And then um, the, the, the result was the ball was still in play, but the ref's pulled it up. So he goes, yeah. oh, will take it to the – it's a warrior's dropout. Yeah, back like, in the middle of – yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough, but, you know, I know the attacking team gets the advantage, but, yeah, there was a couple there that I just, I was completely dumbfounded at towards the back end of that game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Coruscant, like you said, uh,
0: he's pretty much by the season, I think that's just about confirm, but um yeah, the way he just even even when he did score that first try, it was almost half. Worries it almost rested momentum back, like it almost turned it back, and he just straightened up and uh, had the individual try. Um and the last one I'll mention, obviously, um Brett Naden's good as always, and I don't really want to touch too much on the stuff off the field there because it's inappropriate. But, um, and Fox Sports seemed to think it worth of about eight hours of coverage after the game.
1: But will looking um, about
2: 10 seconds with a slap yeah. later on and, and that's about it. Just on
1: the Fox League involvement now, I didn't see it because I was at the game. However, did Fox happen to just catch it on their cameras? Apparently, I, yeah. Catch the police officers there because I was seeing on social media everyone taking screenshots of Fox... Fox's footage because I would think that if that was sent into Fox League, they wouldn't be able to
2: show the footage. So it must have been yeah. Footage. So the, 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 the footage I
1: was sport. showing was just them Basically, kicking out. Yeah, as
2: soon as they started to get escorted, the cameras went. Yeah, out yeah. Ah, okay. And so they yeah, showed
0: was, them getting kicked out, but apparently it was when Nader made the first complaint. I don't. I don't want to say. Um, from my understanding is. Um, the Fox, one of the Fox herringmen had heard it, so he went up and said, yeah, I heard this. I'm happy to provide evidence. Ah, uh, okay. Or something along those lines. Basically, Fox have gone to the police and said, we can provide you all the evidence you need in the NRL. Um, but then for them to, and yeah, it definitely deserved a slap, but then they hammered on about it for about 60 minutes of the next game, it felt like, and... um when I thought, you know, a five-minute thing about how it's inappropriate and pretty disgraceful. Posted, so it. I think, I think obviously, headline grabbing is more important than actual coverage of um, what was a good game of footy that followed. But but he played well, back to the point, Aidan. But um, Dylan Edwards is now one of the, the better fullbacks in the comp. Like he, on his return, was good. At times. Um, yes. You compare it to last year when he almost couldn't catch a ball. Yeah, well, that's the I mean, majority of the time. That, that's where I was going because yeah. I remember sitting with the boys at the game plenty up of times, and, and would go, here is he we go. Drop this one, or and what? Uh, <laughs> and it was lucky to be 50 fifty fifty. But he's, he's playing great footy. He's yeah, um, playing really, really good football. Yeah. So to the point, I was arguing off this afternoon on Supercoach, but uh, I'll get to that later. <laughs> Numbers that up or what? Uh, yeah, no. no. I'm always ten grand short. And, yeah, story <laughs> of my life. Um, Dragons fourteen. Parrot. 12 uh, They sent off Mary McGregor in style, which was, I guess, some nice scenes after the game. Uh, and good to see Cameron Guinness running over pretty much right in the buzzer and giving Mary a hug. And mm-hmm. um, Mary's since gone and visited his old man and everything. So hopefully that's um, well, a bit of a weight off his shoulders, at least for the time being. Uh, but uh, a good game of footy, entertaining game of footy. Um, one way or another, Paramount, seemed, Paramount game seemed to entertain me. Yep. Um, We'll talk. You can talk about stats, and then we'll talk about some of the
2: okay. talking uh, points. Rabelow with the double, thought Clune made a uh, good difference. Uh, completions were eighty percent for Parramatta, eighty-two percent for the Dragons. Uh, line breaks were two for Parramatta, four for the Dragons. Tackle bust sixteen to Parramatta, thirty for the Dragons. Offloads nine to six. Uh, tackles were three hundred and ninety to three hundred and eighty-eight. So. Very close. Uh, four penalties conceded by Parramatta. Two for the Dragons. Errors were 14 to 12. Mahoney with 63 tackles. McGinnis with 58. Gutherson with 369 meters. Just on that um, tackle bus. I think the difference was pretty much Pereira by
0: himself wasn't it? He he broke I think he had, four t- t- I, think he had no, I think it was double figures. I think it was like it's 11.
2: A, he was a beast. Yeah, he 14, was going yeah. straight. Anyway, sorry carry on. Um he hit 263 meters. Gutherson with 82 super coach points. Kane Evans with 79. Ravalawa with 92 and Pereira with 86. Yeah. Um I think uh
0: Pereira looked slick for the first 15 and then as soon as Dragons had momentum and never really lost it. Um, they were pretty good in control, I thought. Um, Hunt at nines, like surely a no-brainer now. His kicking was good this week. Uh, it it meant looked like Cluen a could, different team with him. There. Yeah, uh, it looked crisper. Obviously, it take uh, freeze up McGinnis a bit to do he does. It's tackle his ass off. Um, something we didn't talk about in the preview, but was a, a great clash was um, Ravalava and Sevo, yes. and uh, it was probably uh, TKO to Ravalava. He was, so, he was good He's
2: um, his face all night It was yeah, actually quite good to watch it
0: was yeah. great It was something I hadn't really given too much thought to But they, they hammered each other uh, Tactically he was better think they, uh, I think there was a try saver in there from Lavalawa And then he was more He loved getting that try later on mm-hmm. um, So that was fun to watch What, what were your thoughts Tom?
1: Um, I I thought it was a good game. I listened to the majority of it on the radio on the way back from Central Coast, but I caught the last 15 minutes just on Pereira with those tackle breaks. Did you see that run towards the end of the game where he broke about four? Yeah, well, there was one 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 play
0: there where he got four, and then the next one, Ravalar was cornered and uh ends <laughs> beat one and thrown to who beat it who beat three or four again yeah uh, and made 40 meters and pretty much that won on the game almost
1: yeah uh, that read Marty tried no try at the end of the game <sighs> to me I think the ball was just on the line I think in the end it was the right call from what I saw but I just want to know from you guys because there's been a lot of debate online was it a try did the refs get it right because honestly I think the bunker got this one right it was obviously very close but to me uh, that curve of the ball is just on the white I had it as
2: a try I thought try you thought it was a try yeah, I what thought do you it think? was a no try okay. I thought you see the paint move when the yeah, ball that's
0: nice. the ball the thing What's tough with that is It's, it's yeah. one blade of grass it's Right on And it's the it. yeah, first yeah. blade of grass And I would have thought oh, the just There was the one But it, what annoyed me was They showed all these The bunkers saw all these replays And then as soon as they put up no try They showed another angle yeah. And I was like, Why didn't they show the angle the, I, the last angle was the most compelling for a try There was another one What was the other one From the weekend That I thought was a try That was out I can't remember One on the sideline Was it this game It was a winger anyway it'll come up as i go through um but um yeah i'm happy to be wrong with that um Gartho was awesome yeah um moses when the game was there to be won, was not there to be winning it i thought um your thoughts
2: i thought um Parramatta lost all their energy after about 25 minutes mm. do know what happened the whole forward pack just sort of started. yeah, Paulo kept going he um well he, he, he at was, one point looked like he was he was gone that's yeah <laughs> he did <laughs> But, um, And, yeah, the, the whole forward pack just didn't seem to have the energy that they've had earlier. The last couple of weeks have been a bit the same, I think. Um, Parramatta sort of... Uh, should definitely need to start to see some major improvement out of them. And um, the Dragons, their energy was there. I, I liked the way... I liked Sam McGregor. He was happy. Mm. He was a happy man. Even Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, the other... Well,
0: different... And, Sorry, keep going. I'll my question. And,
2: and um, yeah, the energy bounced off the players as well. You could see that, you know, the weight had been lifted off them as well. Yeah. Obviously, they'd just been told to go out and play football. And, um, yeah, they did it very well. The, um, The... Kate Ellis, try, Kate Ellis try was a try.
0: Surely. Yes, actually. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was a try. Yeah. yeah. Um it was close. There's too much of it this year where
2: contested balls When you're both trying to grab the thing at yeah, the same time. There's there was uh
0: one in uh was it a Tiger game, there's one in a manly game maybe. Um well. these sure. contested balls or it's like simultaneous. But uh, to me that shouldn't be a knock on. I get it if it you creak jump creak and it bounces up. into you, but
2: yeah. I know. But when you're slung down to that space,
0: it's not to me. You've got a. But when both hands are then.
2: basically slapping it at, you know, yeah. at exactly the same time, and it pops up, and one grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, that one. I'm sure there's another one on the Saturday, but anyway, um, Except one in the Penrith game as well. Penrith game, Bruce, yeah, the, that might that be for it. the Warriors. Yeah, but um, there's a lot where like if you're if you're like that, how do you? Like, one angle and sometimes one angle is this way and one angle is this way. So uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a bit more common sense sometimes, but anyway, that was my rant.
2: Yeah, they're just trying to make it as clear as possible, I suppose. So you just, there's no But sometimes it just
0: it. um isn't it's like the replays yeah, make split it less clear. Yeah. The
2: second where it hits his finger before it hits the next one.
0: Mm. anyway. Um, Pereira, yeah, awesome. Um, maybe a bit of a coming
2: oh, edge game for so him. So much energy. Yeah. He just Yeah. The way he runs the ball is awesome. But it's funny you watch
0: those two wingers then and to think how many wingers have gone through this year. Yeah. Um, they've had like four or five wingers. And you just watch them out there, two first grade wingers that you'd be happy to have.
2: Yeah, and they weren't in the team And
0: they went, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, they've gone through Saab and whoever else. Um, but hmm. where to for them? Top eight or not? Nah, I don't think they can make Too far, it. yeah, I think it's too far. But they look like a top 18. They were showing I think the last three weeks they've looked like a top 18 but just given up too much of a start.
1: The thing is too as well. McGregor, I can understand him getting sacked right, but it was probably at the wrong time. This is You'd, you'd think maybe started the season end of last season. However, to do it now is a bit weird. Yes, the Dragons were coming off a three-game losing streak, but they just versus you know the Roosters. they up; they were up against the Rabbitohs. Mm. Um, it, it, it's not like they're getting absolutely battered, and before that, they were on a bit of a run yeah. too. So they are looking like a top eight team right now. So their run home is Dragons, Titans,
0: Cowboys, then Raiders, Night Storm. They could win four or five of them. Yeah. Um, but they're giving up two to the two above them, and they've got to have, obviously, South, so Newcastle drop some there. But, yeah, they're giving up a sixth lead, and Newcastle, with that one point, is going to help them.
2: Yeah, like Hunt and Klune, Um but, Hunt at nine yeah. and Clune Clune actually looks like he'd be a very good footballer. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'd like to see him with a fraction more pace, but he seems to go pretty good. It's funny that
0: he's come in, he's looked like a genuine first-grade halfback, and it's taken him to be twenty five. Was he twenty four, twenty five? Yeah. Before he's had a real spruik on him.
2: Yeah, I hadn't heard about him previously.
0: Yeah, so the question uh, Ollie had put on his Facebook page during the week, are Parramatta finals contenders or pretenders? Uh, what do you think, Barn?
2: Oh, With the energy they've showed over the last month, they're not. Yeah. But they've definitely got the team there to do it. Um, I want to see their energies lift massively and they need to play at least 60, 70 minutes with high intensity, but they're not doing it at the moment.
0: No, I think they're a 30-minute intensity team.
1: Uh, Ola, what was your ultimate opinion? Well, I I thought contenders, and that's why I think a lot of people sort of came out and were, you know, saying they were pretenders because last night I gave my ranking list for all the teams. I had Parramatta and contenders and a few people were saying that they thought they were pretenders and I thought, okay, then I thought most people would have actually agreed with that pick. So I put up the uh, post a couple of hours ago, uh, paramedic contenders or pretenders, and majority of people, not everyone, but majority are saying pretenders, which I found a, a bit odd. Are people sort of quick to jump and st- rule them out? Because it's not like they've had any huge injuries. They've still got... Well, I think that's a still concerning a thing. Look, they've almost true. gone backwards with no injuries. Yeah, uh, Maybe it's a case of
0: other teams are caught up.
1: Well, the one uh, thing I also saw brought up um, a couple of days ago, which I think is sort of true. Parramatta have an awesome spine, but it seems like only one is having a blinder each week. It was Gutherson this week. Yep. Um, Dylan Brown the week before. Dylan Brown. You've had Moses, I think, before that, and Reed Marnie had a blinder a few weeks ago, but it's never the four coming together and having an yep. awesome performance. There's always, and while there's always one who was having a blinder, there's always probably one that's not had a good game, but it doesn't really get brought up because of that well, apart blinder from- and the other two are pl- playing but all But you around. look at
0: the last month, so <laughs> a different world. Um, so it's a Moses chip and chase that beats the Tigers. Uh, they scraped home against Sharks. Sharks. Was it Manly as well? They it's lost scra- to Manly. Lost to Manly before. Sorry, lost to Manly. and Tigers-Sharks, uh, they were pretty ordinary last week. And then they've come out and... Um, been beaten by the Dragons this week uh, I think So you, you've, They've got a hot fallback Obviously Miss Madison Madison was rusty uh, On the week On Saturday Nathan Brown Still doing Nathan Brown things Paulo's been Paulo RCG's been awesome um, Probably RCG's been a little bit down The last couple of weeks Maybe it's just um, yeah. Maybe he's doing his best uh, As they do uh, you got Ferguson Who can't get into a game uh, Gutho obviously Great But he was out of play conditions for now play two weeks back I think it's, like you said it's just not clicked yet but maybe they're not a team that's going to click Moses maybe is yet to take me as a clutch player well uh, when you look at week and week how it clear he does for Penrith that's not what Mitch Moses does for Para. Uh in fact Dylan Brown almost is the ringleader there in a while in terms of an yeah. inspirational
2: ball the player the reason they won
0: half of their weekend. yeah so well Sharks for example they lose that game yeah. easy without him but oh,
1: well, I was just going to say, a tell you what as well, I do a weekly post where it, it's coming towards finals time. So, look, if the finals were this weekend, who would be versing who in the first week? I know they've got Melbourne this week, but they would be versing Melbourne on the Sunshine Coast if this was the first week of the finals. I don't see them winning that
0: a but finals yeah, could game. Be well, it, it, we always we'll say this about East. Always say flog- about East. Don't we always say it about
2: East? You could be flogging them for the last yeah.
0: month. He might let up. Don't we always say this what Robinson yeah. does? Oh, there's
2: always – I think they all do it, yeah. just to different different degrees and at different times of yeah. the year. Generally, it's about uh, – I've seemed to notice it over the last sort of four or five years. It's probably around now, five, six weeks out, um, is sort of the tale of – then yeah, They yeah, come yeah. back. They start – Well, this is where again,
0: all the um, – and this is where all, like, the uh, the 10-game the winning streaks get knocked off and they drop two, and then they come back you know, in your hot yeah. years. It's
2: normally about eight weeks out. You'll notice, you notice a, a drop-off mm. for a couple of weeks, and then their teams generally start to pick up.
1: Well, but. you look at Cronulla in 2016. They'd won, what, 15 in a row. They will top of the table. They had a poor patch of form sort of heading into the finals. Yeah. They went to Canberra when they finished third and beat the Raiders and went on a run in the finals and won the premiership. So could that happen with Parramatta? I know they didn't go on as bigger winning run, but they probably were dominant for the first sort of half of the season. They mm. were on top of the ladder. Who's to say that won't happen with them? That, that That's another reason why I've still sort of got yeah. them as contenders. We still have five weeks to go. And you know what? I, I reckon if the Eels beat the Storm this week and then maybe have another win next week, I can ask that same question on my page and the majority would just <laughs> flip flip completely. Sure. And, so. But if, if Melbourne
0: under strength beat them this week, then they're gone, aren't they? I wouldn't say gone because... If they can't beat Melbourne this week, they're going to beat
1: Melbourne in six weeks' time. Probably not. And, yeah. if, and the way things are looking, it's likely they'll probably end up matching up in the first week yeah. of finals anyway, unless and they can
0: pip the pant. Um, yeah, and Melbourne yeah. again, I'm not sure about Funukin, but they'll have Smith back, they'll have Munster back, they'll have Bromwich back, who's not playing this week, who has gone. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so they're Melbourne will be yep. full strength. And if, like I said, if they can't beat them now... Uh, injury-free just about, they're not going to beat him uh, in six weeks' time.
1: Yeah, It'll be interesting as well for, for next season because Kane Evans is headed to the Warriors and Dryfield. I know he's not a starter but he, he was proving good depth while Mitch Moses was out. There are talks that Wigan want to sign him on a three-year deal. Wow, good um, so, you know, get some first-grade football under his belt. Yeah, um, good you know. So, we'll just have to wait and see. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I've still got them contenders for now, but um, these next five weeks are sort of crucial for them to sort of get back in form. um, Or as I said, um, you know... Towards the end of the year, coming finals time. maybe it gel. Maybe they gel like a Cronulla of 2016, and they hit their stride. Anything could happen. Right now, it's it, there are other contenders above them, but I think they're
2: still in the mix. I don't I, think they've been playing horrible footy. No, um, they're just missing something. Maybe bit. it's energy. Um, yeah, that link with Brown and Moses, they sort of play a lot apart. I'd like to see them play a little bit more together, but mm. so, um. Yeah, they they definitely can be, man. They that's a really good size. But uh the the other side of that is it's Parramatta. and
0: <laughs> I think every second year for the last what, thirty years, they've had a team that go in the comp and they haven't, so
1: Oh they didn't have a team there for a while, but uh yeah, there's a there's a flat period but what 05, 2010. T- top four in twenty seventeen, then finished dead last twenty eighteen, yeah. Twenty nineteen, almost made the top four again. Yeah. They're not going yeah. to finish that last year This year No, they would be right um, Yeah, interesting Any else from that game though?
0: We'd I think we covered that yeah. off pretty well Cool um, Kane Evans another good pickup for Warriors Warriors um, Bunnies 31 Cowboys 30 the, the return of Morgan after the The return of Morgan um, I guess they'll brave Cowboys And it was a boot of To a bit of a Bullshit penalty Let's be honest um, The got bunnies over the line, uh, but Reynolds nailed the shot, both shots when he had to, uh, which he does more often than not. Um, it's early game,
2: Deggie. You are a shocker.
0: Oh, sorry, I did too.
2: Yeah, Morgan double, Johnson a double as well. 79% completion for the Cowboys, 74% for Souths. Uh, line breaks for three to four for the Cowboys. Uh, tackle bust, 18 for the Cowboys, 14 for Souths. Uh, offloads, five for the Cowboys, eight for Souths. 294 tackles to 340 tackles. Uh, Two penalties conceded by the Cowboys, five by south, ten errors by... Cowboys and 12 by Souths. Top tacklers were 39 for Maguire, 41 for Cook. Uh, Tamalolo with 210 metres and Totola with 144 metres for Souths. Uh, Dunn was the top supercoach scorer for the Cowboys with 103. Morgan with 103, Graham with 86 and Alex Johnson with 78. Yeah, Campbell Graham's biggest score of the year after yeah. I sold him. That was good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, what do you make of the game, Ben? Um, did you see much no, of no, I did actually. I was quite confused with South's attack. They'd have a, a really good spurt and then it'd, it'd disappear again. Um, Reynolds pulled him out of the hole a few times, I thought. it was Reynolds' best um, game this year probably. Drink, drink water from the back actually looks quite good because he injects himself into six occasionally uh, when, he, when they need him. And um, his kicking game was quite good. Uh, Morgan's shoulder seems... <laughs> A million times better this week than what it was last week. He probably didn't have the same amount of traffic as he copped the week before, but um, he only missed the one. So and he scored two tries. He he led him around. That's something that they've been missing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Fidel again, really ultra impressive. Now that, uh,
0: how good was that drink water drink water for play? Like pinpoint kick. Uh Fidel, apparently the fastest clock NRL player yeah, ever. of the modern era. Well, yeah, since we've All been clocking.
2: Since it's been clocking. Um
0: far, uh, ran thirty nine kilometers an hour. Just uh, I think uh the fox is thirty eight and a half. No, I wouldn't get anywhere near him, that's for sure. No, that's true. I'll wait for him at the end. Um yeah, so but uh, I agree, drink water I think that's a better balance, yep obviously drinkwater came in as a fullback last year and but he gives him a long boot a long pass and not having and, to uh, control his charms with Acceleration. Him when he needs to. yeah and uh and but
2: Morgan was good um yeah Morgan was really good he was impressed um considering he was out for quite a while with a shoulder, which can be um a hard one for halves to get over when they do a shoulder yeah um yeah Souths uh, I think they Got away with one, to be honest. I thought the Cowboys were probably and going that, to win that, that game. that
0: penalty wasn't a penalty, surely.
2: <laughs> Don't like to talk about that kind of stuff, to be honest. Um, Ollie? The, the field goal was, yeah, clutch. Clutch, clutch field, field goal, five seconds. Yeah, yeah he doesn't miss.
1: And... I have to agree with Barney here. By the end of that one, I was thinking, "Geez, I hope," because it was sort of a bit back and forth. I was like, "Geez, by the time the time by the time the game is over, I hope the Cowboys are the team on top because they probably look the better side in this one." Happened a couple um, times this weekend. Yeah, I, I think the the Rabbitohs were lucky to get that penalty, um, but it is what it is. Uh, I I don't know about the Bunnies, hey, because they did look good for spurts, but in defence, you know, they'd score one, but they'd let one straight back in. and That's also a testament to how good the Cowboys played. Um, I know we're not onto it yet, but this week it's South Sydney up against Manly, an injury-ridden Manly side. If Manly can somehow – I mean, the Rabbitohs have been good, not great. If Manly can put on a good performance and manage to match them and win – then Tommy Turbo's back probably the next week after that. Yeah, it's it, the starting
0: to feel like he's not coming, but starting to feel, there's always, it's always two yeah, weeks, okay. two
1: weeks. I don't know, just it, the update today was,
0: I uh, don't know, I
1: don't know. Well, uh, for the longest time, it was round 16, yeah. and we're coming up on that next week. So you think if Manly somehow edge a win uh, against the Rabbitohs, then there's only two points between them. I think the top eight's probably set now, however... <laughs> They'd be a bit worried, and uh, if I was at the moment looking at South Sydney, if I'm a Raiders, Sharks, or Newcastle, I'm thinking, "Geez, I hope we get Souths the first week because I think
0: making up numbers.
1: uh, Yeah, well, I think any three of those teams would probably beat Souths at the moment in the first week. I'll tell you who else would beat Souths at the moment: Dragons and uh, Warriors. 100 percent, hundred percent. Even though I know
0: South beat them two weeks back or three weeks back, and, but it,
1: yeah, it wasn't an and, and if I'm not sounding too biased, I think South would probably still win, but the Titans would probably put in a good effort against them at least. Um, well, it'd be similar to the Cowboys, I guess. Uh, but yeah, um, take nothing away from North Queensland; they were the better team in this one. But South Sydney, coming into the season, there were talks of them. You know, this is the year they're going to win the premiership. They got Latrell; they got one of the best teams on paper. Maybe they're like lacking a little bit in the Fords, but they've looked nothing like that at any point this year. I've never really considered them contenders at any point this year. They haven't looked like they're going to go on an upward trend. The games that they've dominated have been against the Warriors, the Titans, teams like that. So I am a bit worried about South Sydney, and look, I think if you had to put your money on any of the current, well, five to eight being eliminated in the first week, first up, you'd probably say Souths. If this Panthers play them,
0: they win by 20. In round one in round one of the semis, yeah. If they're fired up, ready to go, if a bit fresher, um, they'll wipe them off the park. Like, I that to me, it may as well be a top seven because there's they're nearly like I said, there's three teams beneath them that, um, and if the Cowboys would play them tomorrow exactly the same way, they'd probably beat them, you know. What I mean, like, yeah, came down well, most
2: years that you could go with the top five, to be honest, but yeah, there's right. obviously the odd year where 7-8 Well, Newcastle are under really suffering,
0: good. Sharks are probably the danger, if any, are going to be there, and it's if... <laughs> Very surprising. Uh, um, yeah. Uh,
1: it, it wouldn't even be a top five, really, for me this year. And it's I, a top uh, two. Uh, well, uh, I, I've said the top five are contenders only because I think Raiders could finish above the Roosters well, this year by the team, end of the season. Yeah. However, I, I think it, you'd be hard-pressed to sort of go anywhere past, even at a stretch, the top five. I, I think really the top four yep. is yep. where it's at this year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: Yeah, I think we're probably on the same page Uh, here. The only other guy I'll mention just for the bunnies, though, who is sometimes maligned, but I guess he's a Queensland winger. Um, Gay guy's having a good year. He's having a very good year. He scores every week. um, He's playing good enough footy for for what he does and the ball he gets. He's... Doesn't miss out, um, so I just I was just watching again when I was watching back the replays. I was going, "Geez, he's playing good foot this year." It just sort of hit me.
2: Yeah. He's not standing blokes up like he did he used to. Like every no. every couple of sets, he'd stand someone up and just yeah. run straight past them. But he's yeah, he's doing really good work though. So yeah, now
0: yes, you're right. I did miss the game, Barn. The Titans. You're just trying to be nice Sharks. to Ollie. <laughs> I am, but um, you're here, so have at it. <laughs> Go on, do some stats first, then you can compare notes.
2: Seventy nine percent completions for the Sharks, 73 for the Titans. Uh, line breaks with 5 for the Sharks, 9 for the Titans. Tackle bust 29 for the Sharks, 42 for t- the Titans. 16 offloads for the Sharks, 7 for the Titans. 307 tackles for the Sharks, 342 for the Titans. 6 penalties conceded by the Sharks, 9 by the Titans. 10 errors to 14. Braley with 43 tackles, peets with 48. Uh, Talakai with 221 metres. Uh, Kelly with 215 metres. Talakai with 102 supercoach points. Braley with 82. Kelly with 105. And Corey Thompson with 98. Uh, well,
1: just on the game, um, I got Fox League up on Facebook to see if there are any updates on Kevin Proctor right now. Um, a quote here from the referee. <laughs> a clear red mark but not teeth marks so that might help Proctor out a little bit uh, but we'll have to wait and see this one, that was literally four minutes ago so this one is still an ongoing case um, but yeah, up you know up until that point, until the the bite situation, I think it was, the Sharks were probably still the better team but it wasn't out and out Sharks were dominating. No, they weren't
2: having their way at
1: all However, after, after that point, uh, the momentum really sort of switched, the Titans were able to get one back in the end which made it, I, I I guess I was happy with that because it was a bit more of a respectable scoreline, thirty to eighteen, a, a twelve-point margin there. Um, but yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed, I guess, as well, that the Titans sort of allowed that to um, take them out of the game. A bit injuries as well, in in the, in, a,
0: in the current game. You oh, can't play twelve kills, blokes. Yeah. You can't play twelve blokes in the current format. What was it? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Um, well, I mean, you saw it two weeks back when Manly had uh, Warriors were down two blokes for twenty minutes there. Um, that was when Manly scored all their points. It's just it's a too much of a swing in in a the, in the quicker game to to not have a full team. Um, did he bite him?
2: It, I when mean, I first saw it, I thought he did. Um, obviously, now you hear all the explanations and everything off everybody else. You can obviously see his um, his forearms in his mouth. Uh, it did look at one point where it looked like he sort of closed his mouth and then had another like but. Yeah, if he's trying to get his mouth—he's the guy's arm out of his mouth. I don't know. There was nothing wrong with the tackle. I thought he was just—you see it in every tackle. They grab the shoulders, they try to turn the head and the neck to control, yep. to play the ball. Um, it's just the way it's done. But um, as soon as he said there was no official complaint, I was surprised he got sent off. But well, Sean Johnson went up and said he didn't—he didn't make a complaint. And and sure get, bit and me, and he goes, oh, do you want to make a pl- complaint?" And he said, "No, I don't." And he goes, "Well, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. I'm, I'm sending off." So why did? What is the old thing? Why did he ask? Apparently, he said he's got footage from uh, Upstairs. Yeah, well, but
0: why didn't you just say, I've got food you're off? Like, you're asking for a complaint. What did you want? Like, it, But your, your thoughts are all before I...
1: I think... Shoulder arms. He will get done um, at least a few weeks... It was a bite, but I do not think there was intent to bite. Take a chunk out of it. Exactly. Mouth. Yeah. Uh, his arm ended up in his mouth, and uh, there's reports he's that. Trying to get his arm out of it. Yeah, mouth. and there's reports yeah. that Proctor has a nasal issue. So if an arm's up around his nose, he's got to try and breathe out of his mouth. But for me, if you look at the footage, although it sort of looks like he turns and bites, the thing you've got to look at is, I guess, you look at his head. His head's moving to the side and trying to move away. You don't see the he's bottom. push that way. And, and you don't see the bottom jaw sort of move. Move it's up, more you read his a mouth front. across it. He exactly. had nowhere to go,
0: when, and, and his good radio it was all acting it out at the same time. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs>
1: well, I, I mean, you, you sort of see as he moves his head across. I can understand why Johnson probably felt a downward pressure because yeah. he's, as he's moving his head and to the with side, with a his mouth, mouth guard, sort of it's down. always
0: going to feel you're going to feel yeah, the pressure
1: exactly, a hundred percent. But you really, instead of looking at what his head's doing, you've got to sort of look at what his jaw's doing. His bottom jaw did not clamp down or anything. So the only, yeah. so the was
2: only reason a, he might get well. done, I think, is just the way he reacted by saying. He goes, oh, you bit me, and he goes, oh, well, you were choking me. You yeah, know what I mean, he didn't yeah. say, oh, no, bullshit. That's I bit you. But yeah, I think you know. um, I yeah. got a feeling
0: he might not get twelve weeks, but he might get some time. Uh, Four weeks? Yeah, I think it'd be no take on. but I
2: don't know. Obviously, it's not a good image. You don't want to see it. But um, if the arms, you know, it's the way that ta- it was the way the tackle went more than anything else. Like he didn't go out of his way. There's to some blokes in the comp it, like. that
0: uh, do you reckon Sean Johnson would have been walking off with his arm intact if he'd done that to a Jack Hetherington or an Nathan Brown, some blokes in the <laughs> comp that would have uh, yeah. taken a good chunk. But I, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say that because um, they're, they're very nice people, I'm sure. But um, some angrier heads may have handled it differently, um, or may in not. I may have they just, have have bit just got up and
2: belted each. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't want to got you belted know. and that. Would have
0: been. But um, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's.
1: It's a big talking point
0: that yeah that we don't really have much to talk about. Is the end of the. the, (laughs) I'll tell you
1: what. Hopefully, by the time we get uh,
2: to the news, yeah, yeah, and by the time people
0: listen to this, they'll either sound remotely smart about it or not. Uh, But the rest of the game itself,
2: I thought the sharks looked like a, um, a. the better team for the majority of the game Uh, they didn't capitalise a couple of times when I thought they should have Titans again um, there was a weekend it was basically copy and paste for a lot of games this weekend it was just one team trying their absolute backside out and they either just scraped home or they just got pipped you know what I mean like the Titans could have been a lot closer in this game yeah um Talakai is, uh, he's just getting better every week. I want ask about him
0: because awesome. um, I bought him today. But, um, yep. yeah, just in general opinion, like he's obviously, and now he's playing 80 minutes in the back row, he's... Um, but being, they're running him at the right people, which is, I guess, he's he's making, Sean Johnson.
2: He's, and he's still making his 25-30 tackles. He's yep. not a bloke who's going to make 50 for you, but he's going to make 25-30. And most of them hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? He puts effort in. Um, and, yeah, he runs. He's a steamroller. He just puts his head down and yep. burrows into him, man. And he runs. He's got good pace, too, for a pretty big bloke. So, yeah. How much better would <laughs> Sharks be, right? Like, When we say contenders
0: and pretenders, what are they? They're they're genuine probably number six, really. Yeah, six or seven. Um, If they had Bronson Sherry... Instead of Josh Dugan at center or uh, what That'd difference it does it make?
2: That'd help a lot. But yeah. our big problem What are they missing year, for
0: next year, Moravine? A
2: big problem all year's been this, the leaky defence. You'll notice that again against the Titans, two tries were scored just on the left hand side of the goalposts. Hmm. The reoccurring theme week after week with the Sharks, um, they get as soon as they get tired the middle starts to they start going the wrong way, away from each other and leaving big holes. Um, so they the Prior and Gallum were the two blokes that used to. That was yep. they were the glue under the posts. And, and Kidwill, you suppose? didn't get many tries in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas now it's getting leaky and that right. Well, well Kidwill used to post. be. Um, I know you played a bit, Kidwill, around the edges, but who does Kidwill played for the Storm, didn't he? Oh, Long Capewell, time ago. Capewell, Capewell,
0: Capewell. <laughs> 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 you, <know,
2: laughs> you knew who I was. No, yeah, Curtis, no, that a, bloke. Yeah, yeah he's a, <laughs> he's another one uh, in the yo mould. Like yeah. they need one of those workers that does yeah. those 50 tackles and um, just hovers around the guts helping the hooker out helping the halfback out so
0: you've got so obviously you found Talakai this year Rudolph's making a name for himself
2: yeah a good um, centre would be nice um, and everyone wants a superstar fullback but Wil- Wilkin is okay he's doing a serviceable he's job okay. Yeah, he's okay so very...
0: really I was going to say what he you missed would be probably a little bit away from being a top three team next year but you probably need a, a real prop well, like out
2: at the moment doesn't help um, um, Johnson and Townsend work pretty well Together. Woods and Fafida, their uh, day's
0: done. Um, Moylan yeah. doesn't know what he is.
2: Well, yeah, Fafida's not in the team, obviously, so that's a fair chunk. Of, you know, and, other, yeah.
0: and Dugan... Um, your number one, one props. So. I mean, Dugan still scores a try every, every game, like, I he suppose. he puts but,
2: in his effort. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, you know, he's not dancing around people. But it's, an of, um, it's an interesting being, mix though. of... It's an interesting
0: mix of... I don't say has been, but older players that aren't quite... Cameron there's, Smith, there's and, a few of them, and just some young little guys that are bursting. See, so, like you could give them now, you can give Sean Johnson if they haven't already that team mm-hmm. and build, find four blokes to put around him instead of, I guess, what they've got there, which may or may not be well, passing.
2: Last year was absolutely awesome, he hasn't reached that form anywhere near this yeah. year. Oh. Which is a, an explosive ball runner in the back row with a good offload. Um and yeah, a, a center and a full back would be handy but Yeah, like I said that that's what I just thought Bronson Cherry would have been that guy, I suppose. But but yeah, their middle needs uh, that'd be the first attention I'd be looking for. Yeah. One or two blokes that are just gonna make forty, fifty tackles and not miss many. But that's a put thing. in the middle. The thing about it for the next year is um
0: Unless you're growing your own, there's no one around. Yeah. Like, all, there's what four or five teams now that have money to spend next year. Yeah, and there's no one to buy. It's hard to have money to spend, but
2: yeah, because you're not seeing reserve grade as well, which is, yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's going to put us back for a couple of years, I think. Going, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But. And this is the thing. It's <laughs> bad. It maybe bad analogy, but hopefully people who follow this might get it. It's a bit like where the big bashers reach right now, where you you don't have the internationals, so all you've got is essentially grade cricketers make up numbers against high level players and there's such a depth gap yeah. that um, it's going to be exposed
2: um, more and more and there's so, no other league underneath it either same, yeah. same deal where you know the, those first graders are actually playing right. high it quality matches against each other
0: yeah you know, well yeah. Uh, 12 months ago if, if this doesn't happen you'd have uh, well for example you would have had uh, all those Roosters guys on and at playing reserve grade all year Adam Reynolds playing reserve grade all year Um there's the always, there's Brady always Croft playing reserve grade or one of those guys playing reserve grade all year, so they'd be pushing the case and on a field.
2: one or two Billy Magulius hasn't, hasn't even every, had a game. Every week in reserve yeah. grade. You know Billy
0: Magulius I mean. hasn't had a game next, all year, and um, or one game, and... Um, He's in the conversation, isn't it. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess good news today is we're down to three. So anyway, hopefully.
2: Sharks and Titans probably wasn't the most exciting game of football, but um, it was a, it's was. it been a pretty good week. It was competitive and tough game of football.
0: And a week on, Ollie. Um, yeah. Excited for next year's Titans team, I guess.
1: Excited, but uh, as I've said, whenever someone's brought it up to me the next few weeks, they need something else in that back line. Uh, well, they'll get AJ
0: back. Uh, but uh, it's weird seeing Corey Thompson on bench altogether. together.
1: Exactly for someone who they brought in and was playing good at fullback, re- reliable pair of hands. As I said last week, I wouldn't be too opposed to trying AJ out in the halves with Taylor and or well, not and well Taylor or Fogarty, and having Corey Thompson at fullback. I don't think it, it wouldn't be bad to try out for a couple of weeks and then you, you see from there. But the thing is, the Titans to be a top eight side for me, they got they're going to have a top eight forward pack, but they need someone in there directing unless Ash Taylor decides next year he's going to click and like reach that potential that um, yeah, that million dollar You can't get more well, but the thing is y- you don't see players often this
0: exposed that suddenly you work it out.
1: No I'm not saying they will. I don't think. No, no, no I'm just saying. Like say, a, yeah, <laughs> uh, unless I am not optimistic. So I don't see him making the top eight. Um,
0: Raiders Broncos. Raiders Broncos. Uh First half was a good game of footy. second half was Georgie Pay taking a piss for a great georgie a Poye. great chunk oh, of it here. Um, but uh, just in terms of guys' a difference, the difference John Bateman's made to that team it's is just like he's not, he 's not what even some of those plays they do. He's just around, like he's in every play without being in the play, and it's amazing what it does to people around him. You just
2: he's quick and he's not overly big, but he's an absolute nugget. And yeah, just runs; they can't get hold of him. Yeah, unless like, someone gets a really good shot on him, he yeah. doesn't go. You know, you don't knock him backwards; he just keeps yeah. going. So, yeah.
0: and he, it's and he's sad he's because quick. he's going to be a loss to the NRL next year. But
1: yeah. well, um, I'll tell you what: next year, Wigan getting John Bateman back, they might have Dryfield. He's not a bad young player over there. Twenty twenty one, they're I think they're already first in the Super League right now this year. Yeah. They might go on a bit so of a run I for think the next So did I see Gareth Ellis is still playing? Yes, he is. For Wigan? Hull FC. Hull FC. 39 years old. Man. Um, yeah. And I think this year he was going to retire, but because of COVID he might go around next year. And if he plays next year, he should probably get 500 games, which... Bring him back here. Playing at forty-five hundred career games, not bad, eh? Yeah. He joins the the Beaver Club. <laughs> but back to the Tigers. You'd take him,
0: wouldn't you? Oh, I can't take him. We watched this play. Um... Even on a walking frame, uh, but yeah, now just just a freak Bateman. Um, what do you make? What do the stats tell us? First, Barn
2: seventy six percent completion for the Raiders, seventy eight percent for the Broncos. Um, Line breaks were seven for the Raiders, three for the Broncos, 28 apiece for the tackle bust, 12 offloads for the Raiders, 11 for the Broncos, 344 tackles to 361. Uh, Two penalties for the Broncos, five for the Raiders, uh, 10 errors for the Raiders and 12 for the Broncos. Uh, Who is that? Mm, mm. Sutton with 37 tackles, Carrigan with 51, Tappany with 175 metres and Haas again with 192 metres. Um, Broncos probably could have should have led by more at half time
1: they were the um, better team yeah oh easy
2: yeah. trick with 102 super coach points Williams with 96 Haas with 97 and Fafita with 80
0: so what happened at half time bar I
2: have no idea to be honest um the Raiders obviously they did click in they started playing a bit more long ball um because the, they were winning the battle in the middle, and, and they weren't going away from it too much. But then they started. Um, Williams threw a couple of those big rainbow lob yeah. passes out to the wingers, and they it just carved them up on the on the extreme edges. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Bateman with his go forward, as you were saying before. He makes an absolute, a massive difference in on that edge, and Williams loves playing with him too, with the short ball, yeah, yeah, and well, wrapping turn, around yeah. him.
0: And yeah, there's one. Well, the second, the second last try was like you just that was a piss take. You're still oh, there in slow motion. Brilliant. He may as well just gone, and, and waved at them. But um,
1: yeah, it was like someone just flipped the switch off, uh, and the other one went back on. Ollie, oh, well, just on Brisbane this year, I know it, it's sort of a bit weird when you think about it, but they've played 14 games so far this season. They've led at halftime on seven occasions, so half their games they've actually led at halftime and they've gone on to win three so not even 50% of those games have they gone on to win big packet and tired yeah and you you've got to think too oh, half time yeah. a bit of a momentum stopper as well but it, it, it's just crazy to see you know Brisbane half their games this year they've not been too bad at least in the first half but then in the second half it's a complete drop off there are some games like against uh, Cronulla and even the Warriors where it, it's not like there was that huge drop off at half time but eventually the other team got there there in the was end. 10 minutes
2: where it's yeah. Where
1: it's However, y- y- you look at this game against the Raiders at halftime, there was just a complete nutter a complete and utter change, and Canberra just dominated them. Um, so wh- one thing Brisbane are definitely going to have to look at is, okay, well, once we're up at halftime, we're going to have to figure out so, so we get something has to change during that halftime interval to keep the momentum going if they are up, because they're proving that they can get up at halftime, they can sort of be in, in a good way, looking good, they can be the better team as we sort of just alluded to there um, in that Raiders game, but something needs to change in the halftime talk, something in uh, during that interval needs to change for Brisbane to come out firing in the second half of games. Maybe
0: that's
2: it they go and speak to the coach and I'll just go luck. They shut down Cotodi in the second half, Um, he was a big reason that they were scoring points and making big inroads down on that um, right hand edge for Brisbane Uh, they moved moved off his inside man just went oh they're going to pass it to him they started putting two blokes on him at all times and yeah it limited his impact in the second half Um, the Richie Kenner gets my pop plan of the week. (laughs) The bloke probably would have been better off not being out there. He um, he did a couple of... Okay things, but, yeah, um, he missed two tackles, only made four an error and um, got beaten badly a couple of times, way out of position on that on Kotrick's edge. But, um, yeah, Kotrick got a double. Uh, Williams was sublime in that second half. Yeah. And he was pretty good in the first half as well. I'd
1: like to point out I did say Williams was my pick for man of the match in this one. I said if there's any game where sort of – well, I I know it wasn't really the whiten and – Williams show, but at least one game where they would, at least one of them have a a really good game, it'd be that one because, and it it was more in the second half, I would say, because Brisbane just dropped off completely and you know, one thing I've noticed with Williams and White is that in games this year, where uh, other teams are putting in, putting in the effort and doing the work to sort of shut them down, they can usually do so successfully. Um, and yeah. that's not just necessarily the teams above them, but the teams around them on the ladder, but the teams right down the bottom who aren't putting in that consistent effort are in a bad patch of form. They can just dominate those teams. It would be scary
0: to think what they could do if Hodgson had to stand in the field. Really, they were full strength. Be, of all the injuries, there's there's one of the big- Bigger ones in context, obviously. Starling's been pretty
2: good, but man, Uh, I was going to mention
0: him though. Um, Apparently, he's missed two tackles in his career, in his whole career now, and he's not missed a tackle
1: past three weeks or something. Yeah, Yeah, last 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 hundred and seventy straight tackles
0: or something. Yeah. yeah. So and you flagged him what three weeks back that he's a.
2: The, uh, yeah, first game he, he played, I thought he was um, he was quite real good. I, I called for him to probably move to eighty minutes last week, but um, they haven't done that. They're, they're obviously trying to keep Havili there with that big middle rotation, yeah, which I can understand, but. Um, yeah, apparently also time that he's been on the field, Raiders have been winning sixty-four points to about twenty. So yeah, yeah, he um he creates a lot in that in their attack, which Haveli doesn't offer. But obviously they like to keep him out of that tough stuff at the beginning. And Huyo, a little bit smaller? Who were an made one, was, massive run, but he had a few impact. hits. Yeah, he had some big
1: impact. Just on happens. on Starling as well. I brought it up last week, and we were talking about it earlier. How you know the players for next season, the free agents. There aren't that many. Well, technically Starling is still one. However, I've heard today that Canberra have offered him an extension i That'd think for uh, for a year Yeah, well, uh, okay. so uh, he'll, he'll probably just re-sign with the raiders i can't see too many teams sort of sweeping in last minute there i think he, i think he wants to stay at Canberra as he well he could
0: do worse but i think i think the teams that need a hook are probably they're looking for more experience canterbury could definitely use him um tigers are probably sweating on um i know little played right on the weekend, but sweating on Harry Grant to an extent. Manly. Um, Probably need a hook. Manly, yeah. Manly. Um, you look through it; there's not. Yeah, I mean Brisbane have Turpin, I suppose, but the Titans could
1: use a better hooker. But That'd right now, they, there's them. a group of sort of yeah. a, a sort of you know and NRL quality hookers, but not star hookers. They've got there, so I don't yeah. think they'll be looking too hard just because they do have a bit of depth there. But there's just not that one sort of dominating the pack. But um, they
0: well, I know they they lose Bateman, but they'll be better next year, I suppose, once they're back to full strength. Um,
2: I don't yeah. know, it'd be interesting to see the way the way they do line up next year. But um,
0: obviously, Hubert Real and I is yet to start
2: for him, I suppose he. Yeah be pushing for that next oh, year. They'll be looking for him to take Bateman's spot, I'd yeah, imagine. But yeah. um, those two, yeah, Bateman and Huir and I both had um, very good impact with the ball running. Um, as I said, Kenner was my pop plant. The Broncos just switched off in the second half. I'm not sure what happened. Um, Kenner probably didn't get helped. The fact that when Boyd did chime in the line, he was defending next to him, which <laughs> it probably doesn't <laughs> help anybody. But um, yeah, no, the Raiders were just way too good in that second half. And yeah, if Brisbane had run up another try or two, which they could have done in that first half, could have been a completely different game. but Yep. Um, uh, Knights scraped home against the Eagles. Mm.
0: Uh, some more injuries. Um, I thought Eagles are probably the better team for 65 yep. minutes. Well,
1: I tell you what, if there's a team sort of close to a Rabideaus that I brought up before, that would poss- possibly be... at. Newcastle. First week, Newcastle's that team. I yep. mean, they'd be hoping that they they end up finishing sixth and seventh somehow when they match up in the first week, so at least one of them can go on. But I think I, I think Newcastle. You know, you, you could almost put the comp at a top six, even because Newcastle they had that dominant performance against the Tigers, no doubt. But before then, they've not looked great, and that game against Manly, if they were a genuine contender. Like, a couple of people last night commented on that post, which I was a bit surprised about. If they were a genuine contender... But Manly? Newcastle. No. They would have... Uh, nah. Yeah, they would have put... They would the You sword. take Kurt you take that team, they
0: would be lucky to win a game. And, those, and they lost five side feet again. <laughs> I think they're... Um, but uh, Manly were brave. Brave, brave, brave. But this is going to be like earlier in the year where they're going to win... Uh, where they should have won a game this time. But this game's going to hurt them next week. Um... Barney stats and things
2: Uh, 80% completion actually for both teams Uh, line breaks were three apiece, tackle bus 32 to the Knights, 25 to Manly offloads 12 to 9 to the Knights Uh, tackles were 15 different, penalties conceded, 4 conceded by the Knights 11 conceded by Manly Uh, 10 errors to the Knights, 9 to Manly. Barnett with 53 tackles, Trubojevic with 51, Ponga with 197 metres and Soorley with 168. Uh, Tuala with 97 supercoach points, Ponga with 89, Paseka with 107 and Trubojevic with 77.
0: What What'd you make of the game, Barn?
2: um yeah i'm I'm with you to be honest. I thought um knights uh, the manly controlled a majority of this game, but uh, the knights had that little bit extra class um when it with just with Ponga to be honest, he probably yep. won them this game. um considering that they've got green and Pierce Pierce is really starting to worry me, to be honest. He, he um, does it
1: every year, he though, doesn't he?
2: But how many, last year he took six or seven games by the scruff of the neck. Though, but what happened up, him, What you know happened what I mean? afterwards, though? Yeah, but how many of you. I, I can only remember I, I know, one that, this year. Were, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's there was out of 14 rounds. Round two or three, yeah, we yeah. killed him. One yeah. game this year that. Um, and. You know, you'd expect him to have had at least three or four breakout games by this time, I, I, in my opinion. Uh, Green looks like he's steadying, steadying him up a little bit, but yeah, I don't know what's happened with Pierce. to be honest. I don't know if it's a confidence. Well, even before Green was there, Kurt Mann was a star yeah, of the Yeah, he show. was. He was running the uh, place. And
0: all of, it's meant that Pongers get to play a bit and more support. And they going back to um, and, it, so They
2: were actually making him ball play again this week, which was to their detriment. Um, yeah, they, yeah, he needs if to If he's going to ball him. play, it's got to be right at the, that last pass, <laughs> yeah. you know, the uh, right from the full back sweeping. Just around. where it's alright, is, is he going or is he is he passing? Yeah. yeah. But not flat in the line, he he, he can't do it. But or well, he you'll learn, but at the moment it's not in his game. Yeah. Um, but yeah the Manley probably yeah, threw one away that would have been really would have been really important. If they'd won that one this week, they've probably got a little bit of room to wiggle wiggle with, but now it's pretty much do or die, I think, with Manly going on. for the, like, If they want to make the eight, they're going to have to win this week, pretty much. Yeah, no, that's too far now, because
0: if they don't win this week, they're all of and six behind. Yeah. So you, you need teams to lose the rest of the year, plus your destiny's out of your hands, which is too far. It never
2: works your way. And this game would have been brilliant for them to sneak a win, and they probably deserve the win. But, um, mm. yeah. Uh, they're brave, but yeah, they lose, um, they've difference. lost... Um, Parker um, ACL, so he's yeah.
0: gone. Uh, Joel Thompson, apparently his name this week, but he did a Split job. His uh, did a job, and I'd like to have his stitches that took to put it back together, but it was gruesome. And he played played on, played on with that. Yeah, played the entire game. Apparently, drinking his own blood. I was going to say the choke Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, he couldn't drink anything, so he drank the blood. Is mm. the term that was used. Uh, did you see much of the game off apart from that? Uh,
1: yeah, as I said, I've got to agree with you guys. Well, I, I'm really worried about sort of Pierce as well, but it, it just seems like a thing that's sort of gone with him his whole career. He will, uh, every year, um, not as much this year to your point, he'll have a period where he's probably the best half in the game, but then will drop right off. You talk about players whose best are maybe here and here, you know, the consistent sort of players, but Mitchell Pierce is probably... At the moment, so sort of the definition of a player whose best is at the very top, but his worst is well, well, quite
0: bad. Last year, basically, we'll call. I was calling for him to play Origin because he played that well first half. Yeah, there's five or six after Origin, so he just absolutely. Yeah, he, he, I think he got five. He got 15 Dalian points in five weeks. But you
1: got to remember, the start of that season, he wasn't playing too great. Either. Yeah, he but then the after
0: Origin, five, he just sort of... disappeared. And he, we, like I said, we haven't really seen him since. I don't know.
2: Yeah, he's only, I don't know what it means. yeah, he would have only been mentioned as one of the better players in probably one to two games this year. Yeah. So that's pretty concerning yeah. from where he's he coming um, from. Obviously, they're building
0: a future on Ponga. They should probably offer green extension and try and build something there. No Saifedi hurts. Barnett's good. It's the usual thing we say to Rick Barnett, you know, after that. The rest of them try very hard. He's an
2: absolute machine, Barnett.
0: Um, oh, he's one of my favourite players. It's um, nasty too Yeah That's one of my favourite players well. <laughs> um, But uh, They did miss Dan As soon as
2: he went off Paseca um, was awesome Yes, he uh, was best game I've ever seen him play. Yeah. He's played a couple of really good ones, but yep. yeah, that was outstanding. Um, Chaboyevich again. He's just he holds up. They'd be getting beaten by four yeah, every yeah, week, yeah. I reckon. Like if he I said, there. he plays. He but just
0: about plays five eight for him now as well. Yeah, he did, he did um, a
2: couple of times. <laughs> I
0: know. It's, um, they, they get to power back this week. Uh, or he's been named um, to four as well. To is back, but the, the losses catch up. Uh, potentially, if they can. Scrape on they this, need week this week and then need, they need Tommy yeah, back and, Tommy. and then they get Fanua Blake back in two weeks as well. Then maybe they can start rolling. Now, Kate Cust, good player. He's yep. someone, if you were a club out there, you'd be like, oh, if, if you need that maybe second 5'8", or, or if you're struggling to find anyone, you wouldn't be unhappy with him. Jesus, he's just a little tryer.
1: Yeah. I, I think he has re-signed with um, Manly by now, yeah. although there was a bit of speculation for a bit. He hasn't nearly being Henley's best player this season. Yeah. I'd nearly have him there. At the start of the year, you're talking, okay, he might fill in for Walker for a bit, um, but a lot of people saying, you know, maybe a good bench utility role. Yeah. But I think he's done enough now to sort of prove I'd be that pushing
0: Walker back to f- f- 4 so he Suley's been alright. Yeah. It, or back to the Bulldogs, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, and you know what, even when Walker was coming back, it was to the side's detriment because they were dropping their best player back to the bench or out of side. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Jabojevic so. wasn't
2: there. He'd probably be playing 13, to be honest. Um, yeah, maybe. He's, he's maybe a little bit small, but he does so much work. Yeah, he, you know, he's very versatile. He runs good lines. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a great player. He's got pretty good ball playing as well. So, um, yeah. Gee, to,
0: Isn't it funny how hey, when you watch – we well, try and watch most games. Um, when you watch footy week in, week out, some teams you start – having this sort of soft spot for. And in a weird way, I've started, like, not liking Manny, but appreciating Manly in no some turbo, ways. So. And they, But they miss turbo. Uh, another team like that's probably yeah. has been the last couple of years Bulldogs,
2: which um, we'll get to. Uh, and they'll brave Warriors the Warriors is probably my one for yeah, just well, the way Warriors. they haven't given up at all. Um, yeah. And the Titans have been pretty strong as well. There's only been one or two games yeah, yeah. where they got rolled. Same but with the, the t- Warriors. It's the teams that with the teams make that you that beat got. them.
0: You go, well, yeah.
2: they're in this game. Whereas some,
0: some teams... Um, Roll over and show the belly straight away. Um, yeah. tigers, good kitty, good kitty. Tigers, uh, striped <laughs> one. Tigers twenty nine, bulldogs twenty eight. Got out of trouble in the end. Um, Should have got beat. Don't want it for twenty and then had nothing for about forty eight the next 48 minutes um, apart from Luciano was good um, stats wise Very you tell good. us Very good. that uh, he's one in the premier well in the top 10 he's second rows in the off. game he's yeah the best back well, row well. he's our best forward probably at the moment apart from LOA.
2: Um, 87% completion for the Tigers 83 for the Dogs uh, 6 line breaks to the Tigers 5 for the Dogs 31 to 30 tackle busts offloads 8 to the Tigers 7 to the Dogs 389 tackles for the Tigers, 361 for the Dogs. Uh, One penalty for the Dogs and two for the Tigers. Eight errors to nine. Uh, Little with 44 tackles. Tomlin with 39. Nofaluma with 257 metres. Meany with 221. Nofaluma with 134 (laughs) supercoach points. Garner with 106. Marshall King with 80 and 4 and with 76.
1: Thoughts on... Well, for one thing, just this whole season, the Bulldogs have been a team who, yeah, uh, Melbourne did put a bit of a score on them uh, last week. However, for the most part, their effort's been there. They've looked good. They've been in games. Um, they've only won a couple. This might be one of the first years where I've looked, if the Bull- if things stay how they are and Bulldogs finish last, it, it'll feel a bit bad for me because Brisbane have, for me, been the worst team this season so I really hope that the Dogs do get a win or two on the way on the way to the yeah, not, not the like final so-
2: Brisbane were last and he's had to go on record no he didn't I, I think
1: <laughs> I, I, I hope the Dogs hit held the Bulldogs are up against the Titans in a few weeks. Maybe we'll give them the win. I'll be okay with that if because the Bulldogs, while they are a team, the reason why they are last is because a lot of them, as a lot of people say, are probably not to that first-grade standard, but they're putting in that effort right they're putting in that consistent effort and it's keeping him in games and at least they're getting that recognition however currently they are still 16th on the ladder um i, I just hope that they can sort of get up because when they were down against the tigers what was, it was 22 nil or 22-0. something 22 a side who was really your traditional bottom of the ladder sides take the titans from last year who finished last if they're 22 down they're Done. Well look at um, we'll look at 50, go back 10, six maybe.
0: weeks when um, I was twenty two nil Brisbane and East Right now is too
1: much. Exactly. Whereas the Bulldogs drag it back to 22 or and end up losing 29-28. You know, they it's it's very weird because they don't feel like... The way they're playing, they don't feel like a bottom of the table side. So that that's the main thing I want to say because it's the same thing every week with the Bulldogs. You know, they put in a good effort but just don't quite get the job done. So I hope in a, within the coming weeks they get a win or two and they can finish somewhere more deservedly because they don't deserve last, I don't think, right now. Brisbane certainly deserve last, so that's what I hope. Um, yeah, what disappointed me about the Tigers was just how soft
0: the defence was at times. Just As soon as they split them, there was no scramble. There's no slide half the time. I'm just not quite sure sometimes if they know where their own structures are in defence. I oh, know they're missing Twal and a couple of blokes in the middle, but... Um, the concerning
2: part was it was packer back got up
0: stood the up and yeah packer got stood up a few times and there was no cover there was just not a lot not a lot to even take out of the game really to be honest
2: I said apart from um, Luciano um, your thoughts David yeah as you said mate it was um, pretty disappointing from the Tigers they got out to a 22 lead and we thought you know we we, we were down the pub we watched it together we were thinking hey, this could be anything here and then um, the dogs didn't just uh, wrestle back momentum. They just took control for the next probably 40, 50 yep. minutes. And um, I thought they were coming to gear. I thought they were going to get you by probably a try or I think at um,
0: half-time came at the right time in a way, and then there was a couple of momentum shifts late that just got us in the game.
2: But um, Cogger, you know, made a couple of breaks up the middle, whereas um, if Foreign still had that little bit extra toe, that would have been him doing that and yep. then being able to, you know, the play would have continued and the try would have been scored. But um, – yeah uh, as we've said it every week and we'll continue to say it foreign needs a partner um he might not even be there next year who knows there's lots of rumours floating around about who's going where but um, they need some halves and they need um, a, probably a strike centre would be their probably first three things that they need to do yep. but um, the effort's there the effort's amazing we we fell in love with them last year when yeah, they made that the run into the back end of the last year um, and their commitment's been the same ever since they try their guts out pretty much every week occasionally um they get rolled over, but every team has their day where they just, you know, it just doesn't work. But um, one that they probably could have gotten and didn't. Um, yeah, Benji sort of floated in and out of the game a bit. I thought he was on one foot for. Yeah, Half that's hour, true. Yeah, yes, he was. He did, yeah. Uh, little, little seemed to do quite a good job. Yeah, um, he's a little bad. I don't know. No, yeah. no pun intended. Obviously, but, they're yeah. not going to throw a lot of the attack to him to begin with, but, um, yeah, he looked steady enough. Mm. Obviously, we'll see how he goes over the next few
0: weeks. Which could be just joining him in that no Harry Grant when that's what they've built their team around this year. And, and a couple of well, flashes
2: of um, no foe. He, d- he was good again. Yeah. Um, he's that X-Factor player. When he's on the game, he just... He, he doesn't mind himself, does he? On the big screen. Yeah.
0: He always looks at himself and be, yeah. Uh, yeah oh, here's one for you. Just a couple. Oh, actually, you will save the opinion stuff after this.
2: Well, was good and Lee was good. Yeah. But.
0: but there's issues. Yeah. Anything else? Sorry.
2: Just a quick question before we move
1: on. Obviously, the Tigers have sort of dipped. The past few weeks, however, do we think Notholooma is still sort of priming himself, possibly for a New South Wales jersey? The incumbent right now is Fergo, who has not scored a single try this season. Who else is sort of in that I was race? I ask think Notholooma probably he probably gets it deservedly. So, so yes, saying. someone's come this week. There's no is no flu that too. Because
0: you're guessing Turbo's three if he's fit. Who um, was four? Whiten's four. Whiten. Keary six. Cleary seven. Um, Ato Car in Nofaluma doesn't and seem out of place, and that doesn't really—at least right now—no one's really springing up. No massive like number, only unless you're going to pick a Kotrick, a Pappenhauser K- It's Kotrick they'll or Kotrick.
2: Kotrick's incumbent um, defense. Obviously, with Origin, they always seem to pick a—they'll pick a defensive winger over a, a flashy winger.
0: Yeah. Um Car's so been there for three years, but
2: yeah, yeah, oh, that's true but um, I, I don't One workhorse I don't but, but Nofo, um,
0: Nofo's meat has matched anyone
2: Yeah he's, he, Just mate, in terms he of a Ferguson a really style really winner yeah, um, I think, Can we agree His defence is a bit iffy and I think that's probably the only reason he doesn't get picked Do we think it'll probably be one of them
1: to Nofaluma or Kotrick Probably Unless for some reason fitless like Ferguson's the incumbent but really he's not had a good season so it, it has to be one of those I'd two. say Kotrick's an incumbent as well He played yeah,
2: Kotrick <laughs> and Turbo might I'd say even probably end up
0: but just in his defensive um, defense, he's not always got a great partner on the inside either. No, no. So, um, yeah, but yeah, anyway.
2: uh, the the wing center combination is a massive one. Like yeah. you've got to be a good combination to defend properly on those edges. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. But a white, and I'm sure they, they could work it out. Uh, you only got to stop um, Felt and Dan Kego. But um, uh, the other opinion someone asked for you in a week,
1: our thoughts. Um, would you pick Pappenhausen at 14? There's so many. He's you got to look at a player that's really versatile. He's playing like it, but you can he, his positions are. The thing is, you pick to, him on the wing. You do the old three, four backs if you do exactly. I, I don't think fourteen. Um, there are too many players. Um, Ryan Madison could even maybe do a job as a fourteen. It was probably going to be Victor Radley before he I got was Fred, gym, would have been something Bradley. like that. Um, so who is the fourteen? Who? Well, that's the question. I don't think it's Papenheuer. You got to think. Could, could it be White didn't it be play? Graham. It could be. It, yeah, it could be a Graham. It might pick Graham. It could even be. I if it was a
0: year ago, you would Graham. I don't know. But yes, Graham's the. St- Graham's well, a prototype. Let's say Graham's
1: the obvious. This guy's definitely not a, a massive, versatile player, but I wouldn't put it against New South Wales just because he's playing in form. I'm not saying it will happen, but you have Cook starting. Appy. Appy on the bench just to get him in you there somewhere. a bit of
2: seven at Souths, didn't you
1: Appy? I'm pretty sure. I think for – A little bit. I could be wrong, but I think for Fiji, he's even played in the halves – pretty Sure, he played a little well, bit, but when Cook he first can came shuffle in. if they had to. Cook can also play, yeah. So, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That if, if we're going off a of form, you, you but, sort of need Cook in there because he's good in that origin arena, proven. Yeah. But Coruscant, yeah, no, it's just someone so, threw it up Jones, because obviously so I think why the games
2: was, a little bit quicker now. Probably wouldn't hurt to have
0: two hookers, yeah. Um, well, but. Queensland might have two hookers, Ben Hunt. Probably starts 14 for them if they pick a friend or a a
1: Grant or a Mahoney. Well, for me, I was thinking it would probably be Grant and Mahoney. Um, I know Hunt's... uh, What's I mean? So Hunt's 14. uh, Yeah, well, I know Hunt would be a good versatile player, but again, if you're picking off form, even though Hunt is better at hooker, you have a Grant and Marnie... One of one of them fourteen, one of them hooker. So we'll yeah. have, we'll just have to wait and see. We um
2: Mahoney, I don't know about Mahoney's um kicking game, that'd be the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Probably go with um yeah, with Hunt. Hunt. Just for the kicking game.
0: Um we'll save that for around twenty we might do a season when we do a season review we'll pick out our region teams out. Yeah. Um, even though we've got finals to talk about.
2: You all right
0: there? Yeah, just uh, uh, just um, swallowing me, just having a moment. Tongue? You it split your tongue? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, any other news? Let's have a look at this. That'd um, be horrendous. Imagine Suspension. With a
2: split tongue for eighty minutes. I couldn't what? imagine
0: drinking your own blood. <sighs> <sighs> He's a brave human being. Chris Lawrence retired today, at yeah. end of the year. So uh, I'm not sure if that frees up any salary cap. I think his contract was up. Yeah. Um, suspensions, obviously. House gone. Bromwich out. Fuimano gone. Um, Fanuken Heard a calf on Monday yeah, Six weeks Apparently tore it pretty bad Legless shoulder reconstruction So he's gone as well um, Another judiciary note They've lifted the Crusher penalty weightings Now So they've basically Doubled them So it used to be 100 points
2: Okay 100, yeah. 300
0: For grades 1 and 2 Now that's 200 But base that's
2: 350 why got And two weeks
0: 500 week, So yeah So they've now this is from today I think so. Oh okay um, So crushers are, So they should be Because they're not pretty But That's um, horrible they are now going to be penalised even harder. Um, no other real news apart from the usual coaching murder around. We don't really on the show want to talk about Seabold right now no. and the stuff with that oh, wow. nasty stuff. Merga, obviously, nothing, no news on any new coaches' appointments yet. Dean Young doing Dragons for the rest of the year. Um, Paul Green's going to pop up somewhere and because his name hasn't popped up yet, I'm assuming it'll be Broncos.
1: Oh, oh, Paul Green. Paul Green. For yeah. some reason in my head, I thought McGregor. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I Paul think, I think, Green.
0: I think it's.
2: Well, he's well in the talks with somebody. So, uh...
0: and if it wasn't one of the two,
1: three looking for a coach, yeah, be worried. I about think Brisbane. It's Brisbane I Green isn't a bad coach. It's just yeah. he sort of outstayed his welcome at the Cowboys, I guess. It just got to that point where the two parties had to move on. A fresh start at Brisbane. Well, I think they. I think he
2: even admitted that. admitted that. Yeah. Well, I think he, he lost Thurston, and I think he tried to keep the core of the team too much of that core together yeah, once it, Thurston yeah. left, which didn't help. I think he needed to sort of re-energize with a few young works yeah, in there. which You put did,
0: you put in it. Uh, obviously, um, Hane's doing well, but mm. you look at what they got, and like you've got Hammer there. I got, think that was got, the best drink game water in the, at, yeah the this week. Morgan back. You got drink order back to one. Yeah. Uh, Val maybe Val, one day Val might return. chime back in.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Hammer's going to be on a wing or
2: somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely start not getting doing your Fords back true. again. Um, they, just need, they need someone to work with there You know who could probably be
0: a good fit there if you end up going yeah. is Proctor. Might well, Sue Proctor yeah. up there because um, we we'll, we'll, well, you know, we're talking off probably off air before yeah. about where does he go if they don't resign. Well, uh,
1: as I said off air. <laughs> Ben Eichen wasn't, you know, he was talking him up a bit on Sunday, saying that a club could use him, and you know, with the Ben Iken links to the CEO job at Brisbane, if he lands that, and Proctor hasn't landed anywhere, you would think at least Brisbane would show an interest. Yeah, well, there's so there's, there's not right, much else around. Yeah, right, right, right now I would say ba- purely based off those comments because we've not heard much more. I'd say Proctor is probably right now if you had to put money on it. Brisbane is probably looking the place okay. purely because that's the only sort of inkling
2: Sharks could oh. definitely use him but yeah. they've got a, um, pa- a penalty from the salary cap thing so yeah. they probably can't afford we him have any money. they could definitely have they could definitely
0: We got him. no money but but if someone you put him in that Brisbane pack he can lead it you take the bit of pressure off Haas
2: you get a replacement carry get a, a Flegler
0: around him and if you right. give
2: him a good six to run off, yeah, with um, you know, starts yeah. putting him into holes because he hasn't had a lot of holes to run at yeah. over yeah. the last you're, couple. of
0: Carrigan, he busts his butt every week. Uh, Flagler usually works
2: pretty hard. Haas, obviously,
0: arguably
2: yeah. the premier it? prop in the game. He is. That good, like he has kept that too. I wouldn't be surprised if they absolutely fall apart this week without him. He is just yeah. like eighty minutes every week. Like at the end of the game on, on the weekend, just gone. It was I think there was about seven minutes to go and he's made a break, beaten yeah. three blokes, and got an offload. And, and I know, just like, oh. I know, um, I know. It's only four weeks left for them. Stop it,
0: young. This year, but um, two week freshen ups not the worst to get him fresh for Origin either down the road. But and it, um, he, yeah, because he's going to end up working himself into the ground by the
1: time he's 24. Yeah, just one thing I wanted to say, if there's any criticism you could have about Brisbane's forward pack is that there are too many sheep, not enough shepherds, too much much youth, raw talent, and they're putting in great individual performances for the most part, most of them. However, they need that... That leader, they've got Glenn there, but usually you need one or two in that pack to sort of steer the ship and sort of show them the way. I thought TO might be
0: it, but he was, um, he's, he's just, nah, a bit just come back pretty and a bit of cash his check, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, a good point. You all of a sudden you make a pack where you got Haas, Haas, Carrigan and then Glenn and Proctor the back row, and then, uh, yeah, Flegler Oh, no, the other round, Flegler one and Carrigan 13. That's a good, a lot of
1: teams would be quite happy that forward back. And it doesn't get mentioned a whole lot, but Brisbane losing Matt Gillett at the end of last year to retirement did certainly didn't help yeah. as well. So, yeah, it, it would be good in that sense as well to get a Proctor in. <laughs> All right, should we look at some... Uh,
0: uh, do you have to get a slap and salute in? I haven't used any help? Yeah, I haven't a one.
2: Yeah, um, I'm going to salute Jerome Hughes. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the the better <laughs> halves performances that I've seen this year. Um, obviously, the top couple have come from Cleary. He's been the form half, but um, Jerome Hughes—that was, yeah, that was a brilliant performance on
0: the weekend. And you got a salute for the weekend?
1: Yeah, I do. I will give my salute to Georgie Pie, George Williams, in that second half against Brisbane. I feel like it played really well.
0: I'm going to give my salute to the St George wingers, just because I really enjoyed uh, that game and I thought they were tremendous against the two. Well, two hype wingers. Uh, cV is the hype winger of the comp. If you ask any of our shut up and associates, but or Trev and are um, own him, you know? yeah. And Pereira was tremendous. So uh, they're getting my they're getting my salute for the weekend. Um, Barney, and I probably have the same slap. Oh
2: mate, the idiots in the crowd. Like, come on, you guys. It's not on. Like, it's not. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's who you are. Like, you can't be throwing around shit at people if you don't yeah. know who they are.
0: Like. I agree with that. It's um, disgusting. And, and my comments earlier were a reflection of, I guess, Fox trying to make a headline out of it as opposed to what actually happened because it's absolutely appalling. But um, I echo that. Uh, do you have
1: one for us? Yeah, even though they won, I'm going to say the Rabbitohs. Okay.
0: This is the hole they're disappearing into. All
1: right. um, Well, because even though South Sydney won, they should have, against the North Queensland Cowboys side, who came off a 20-point loss to the Gold Coast Titans, probably should have, as I said, put them to the sword. And I'm pretty sure that the top eight is set. But there is one reason as to why I think, oh, I I don't want to out and out say it is set yet, and that's really the Rabbitohs they're the one team who I think could realistically still probably miss that top eight yeah, and is. if Manly beat them this week well then I mean um, yeah. yeah so the Rabbitohs for me I think we um,
2: yeah they find There's a way three or four times yeah. in that game I expected them to kick away
0: and yeah didn't happen yeah yeah they're um and even their forwards are in and out of form. Like, they're just like, Sewell looks like a world beater one week, and then he doesn't turn up next week. And it's Tom had that hot streak, and I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll get to that because let's talk about right. the premium.
2: Let's talk about some previews, hey then? Let's do it. Uh, oh, super coach, you knew that first? Yep. Uh, Danon on 24 points is leading our competition. Aaron's on 22. Kyle on 20, and Daggy on 18 in fourth. Ooh, go. All standouts now. No tied in the top four. So, you
0: yeah, know, well it's. Um, going to get me is, well for his injuries yeah. um, so my injury count did, I did claim oh, Flegler this Reaper's week back. I've claimed Flegler I yeah. claimed Kiri um, I put Orbus in my team for a day and then took him out and he still went off injured so there's four for me this week um, <laughs> who my have I got? I'll, I'll sit down and do at the end of the I'll sit down and do my injured team you'd be up to 15 I reckon for sure easy and yeah. um, Anyway, but carry on. Tell us uh, who's the champion still. It's still.
2: Yeah, I did. I've um, rolled over and let uh, Daddy Mac tickle my belly last week. Got done by about 70 points, and I left um, George Williams out of my team who got 90-odd, and Arrow got injured and got 20, and, yeah, but could have been, should have been. Dane and our current leaders playing Kyle this week so first versus third which it should be a good matchup. up has got um, Dino six again yeah. so the bloke who's running 20th hasn't played the game for 10 weeks but we'll I nearly see how that um,
0: goes. I nearly use this round as a cash building round but um I'm a bit scared to do that now.
2: I'm up against the blind bullets who's currently running fifth. I'm in I'm in ninth after a loss last week to Daddy Mac uh, on 14 points and Daddy Mac is playing Robbie this week for the belts so Oh you keep that. Yeah. Um I have sold James Tedesco,
0: mm. a three hundred thousand dollar loss. So, a sound financial investment, like most of mine are. <laughs> um, I might change my mind by the weekend, but I just thought he's. And um, for all those Tedesco owners, take take uh, confidence because he'll score seventy. One hundred seventy this week. Sold you know, I've sold he, him him
1: score one hundred against the Tigers as my team. phone
0: uh, freezes. But I actually yeah because I need because I had queries. Well, I need a five eight, so I was really keen to get Johnson in. Yep. Which I didn't end up doing, so I end up buying Jerome Hughes and who
2: <laughs> might be out yet. It's under an injury cloud. <laughs> yeah, I'll change it And
0: uh, I bought Morgan actually, so I thought Morgan and uh I Hughes had in first. Bring Cooper Johns in while you can. a mm, bit late in the <laughs> season. Um and I still got offload Flagler and a few others, but uh I thought I need a money making week to try and get um a hook of next week when the cheese goes back on the bench but yeah.
2: Well, I've got to get rid of Haas. I can't have that money sitting on my bench for two weeks. So that 600 grand's going to go somewhere, probably back into the front row unless I switch it, switch it up and move one of my second rowers up there. But um, – and um, my – My goal last week was to get a half in, and this week was a centre, and that was going to pretty much finish my team off. I was pretty close to happy, Um, but now, obviously, with some injuries and suspensions, there's a couple others that are going to take precedent this week, but I'm still looking at a centre, maybe even just downgrading this week and then boosting up again next week.
0: Well, that's why, because I'm playing down, I was half thinking, do I just sell
2: out and try and. Well, the last couple of weeks I've been basically dropping one and. Uh, upgrading one and trying to keep about 200 in the bank just yeah. so that that last trade that I make I've got 200 to yeah. put into it but yeah I'm now, still punching out 1100s 1200s uh, for the majority of the comp yeah, is a few went, we, that aren't but
0: yeah yeah well I think we are at a hot comp to be honest because I think we most okay. weeks uh, yeah. um, 16 out of 20 get over 1100 yeah um, now Talakai was someone I was really looking at for a centre mm-hmm. You'd think it'd be worthwhile by center and
2: Super Coach. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Now yeah.
2: he's back in the back row. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he was the other when option Sarah, was I in um, average about seventy for the last yeah. couple of
0: weeks. So the other option I was looking at was um, moving Lomax from center to fullback alongside Gutho, and okay. putting Talakai into center, and that brought Johnson in for me. So that was the other two I was looking yeah, at. There's
2: there. not a lot of massive standouts at fullback just at the moment. pappenhausen well, well. has been scoring and, um, well. Ponga's now
0: outside the price range, and
2: but the um, thing is, oh yeah, it was all set to have
0: Turbo for the year. Yeah, Teddy ago. and
2: Turbo yeah. and, yeah, the injuries, mate. As I said, Supercoach, do your head in with injuries and suspensions. I usually – ch-
0: it gives you something to do on the toilet at work every day. That's good. <laughs> anyway, Um it's my favourite thing. Let's talk some
1: footy, hey? As uh, Ollie sits and yawns at us as we've. Oh, well, I will tell you this. what. Here's my super coach story. Every couple of years, I get right into it. I am in it all year. This year, I created a league at the start of the year for rugby I can't league in invited. Well, for rugby league I have opinion? The foresight to invite okay. two blokes you'd never met before. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I should have. But anyway, um, it, it was for you know people who wanted to get in from my page. I put it out there, and people joined, and then up until COVID hit, I was right into it, but then I just completely forgot about it over COVID, and it probably was about fucking like, two weeks ago or something where I was like, oh, that's right, I'm running a super coach competition. I've not touched it, and I thought, oh, well, I'm probably dead last. I'm just everyone's – you know, probably the people who are into it are probably thinking, oh, I'm up against, up against Oliver this week, so it should be an easy win, so I'm happy to be the buy yeah. the, the buy week for everyone. <laughs> the probably easy, you just look easy like easy a fool now. You're supposed to be running a page.
0: But I know when you're 80, I know when you get to mid, <laughs> yeah. mid to late 30s like us with no hair, we've got nothing else to do but apart well, from wish our kids went to sleep well, and do supercoach. You have obviously had chasing skirt and running Facebook pages. Mate, and, I've
1: been in a relationship for the past five years. And uh, glue no.
0: sniffing and train surfing and all sorts of stuff, whatever the kids are into.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, after the after the first two rounds, Brisbane were looking specials for top four, so I probably had the entire Brisbane side in. When you, so I. have still got six Brisbane players. Can get rid of them? I, I probably still have not been. Team and I've probably just got uh, I bought Corey Oates probably and he got, died. <laughs> I've, I've probably got it's oats. I've probably still <laughs> got oats. Is he back <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Not done. had <laughs> yeah, the equivalent of a car accident.
0: Anyway, yeah. 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 I know. Sorry, I've talked you.
1: No, good pr- pretty much. I'm um, right now. I've probably got Brisbane one to seventeen in my Super Coach side. And that's all you really need to know. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, Kerrigan's well, going well because um, mm, he's one of the has, premier. The,
2: as long as he's captain, to you top.
0: When we sit down and look at top supercoach performers of the year, Carrigan was... Um, They're be up there. Carrigan's been in there from day one, actually. Him and Manu, the only two I've still got left, I think, from day one. Good for them, anyway. I've talked enough about myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a bit of a preview. E- Eels and Storm, where we separate the contenders from the uh, or the injured contenders from the pretenders. Bankwest on a Thursday night. And no Bromwich, as we've mentioned, for Storm. No Funukin, No Nivalu. We'd see Sandor Earl. Is this his
1: first game back
0: since? No, he's had a couple. Everything. He okay. Played a bit earlier. The-
1: oh, I think he had a, a good little run in 2019, a few games ago. Two, yeah, yeah. two. Yeah. I did I think he was off the bench a couple he games too. Um, yeah. I think it's his first this year. year.
2: Well, I thought he played one or two
0: early in no, Yeah. So. Uh, and Storm have lost. um what have they lost now? As per program, I should say. No, as per program. Yeah, uh, Melbourne, has, uh, the other team, Parra, as per program.
1: program yep. um,
0: who wants to kick off here going no? on? You can have the honours.
1: Uh, Melbourne by... Jeez. It's not going to... I don't think it'll be a flogging. It won't be a close game. It'll be similar to the Roosters game, in all honesty. I think the way Parra are playing, as we spoke before, you know, we had a whole seg on Parramatta, so I won't touch too much on them. But... Melbourne still looking really good, especially if Hughes is playing. That'll be a really big, a really big in. So yeah, even with the players out, Melbourne it just keep on trucking. So I think they will this week, somewhere between ten to eighteen points. And that makes them a pretender, the Eels, does it? <sighs> it? It it makes them close to it, but as I said, they're still. Many weeks or, to go. Or are they
0: somewhere in between where they're it, not it, quite it, Newcastle but they're better you know? They're
1: they're better than Newcastle. Yeah. But they they're a team for me that as I said, like that Cronulla side, this could be their poor runner form. For me, if they suffer a couple of injuries then yes. Like a couple of decent injuries then yes especially with their form however this could be they lose to Melbourne they lose they get a couple wins in before the finals and then once it hits finals time they go on a run possibly but you can't sort of rely on that so out of the top four right now even the Roosters because they will have players back come finals time they're probably fourth on my contenders list I'd say so yeah
2: Barney boy yeah so i th- I think the halves decide the game um and I'm worried that Hughes, he he didn't look right when uh, at the back end of that game so i'm wouldn't be surprised if he misses this game uh, whether that means um i don't know the, I don't know who they bring in there um there's a lot of good one one v one matchups in this mm. game uh gutho and Papppenhausen uh both front rowers uh, your whole back row the, the forward pack battle should be the um, oh, whole forward pack should it's a, it's a shame
0: awesome. um, yeah, Bromwich being out would have made that a, a harder contest but yep uh, I suppose hook- N- s- 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 for Simoliola starts now
2: Hooker again Mahoney up against Brandon Smith that should be very interesting oh. matchup um I'm expecting Parramatta to come with a lot of energy in this game. I'm expecting this would have been one of the target matches. That's one thing that I do look at during the year is I look at, uh, like, because this is their perfect run home, realistically. This is the game where they start building here and then there's four weeks to go after this one. Yeah. So you fly in here and then you try to build off, you know. This this is your absolute effort game and then you build off the back of that week after week, moving into the finals. Well, I checked last night. Parramatta are favourites. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I was a bit
1: surprised about, but if they do win this game, as I said, you know, a lot of people's tunes about Parramatta being con- uh, pretenders or last on that contenders list, it'll probably change for a few people. But then again, yeah. I um, think this, no, I think, I think it's uh, it's a hiding in I think because they win, they say, oh, well,
0: it's under strength. Uh, and Melbourne will probably cop a loss if they had to. Yeah,
2: but I don't think, um, realistically, you don't really need to worry about what anybody else is thinking. This is your baseline, this is their baseline game. This is like... Comes out and says, This is the worst performance you can give me for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For Melbourne, that's what I'm saying. No, no, for Paramount. So you just rip in, and this is where we start the the rest of our comp. As of this week, I'm expecting Parramatta to actually come out and over-enthuse uh, over uh, the Storm in the middle. I think Kafusi will get the first try. I think uh, Storm will dominate the first 20 minutes or so, but I, I don't. I think Parramatta's energy will get them Can one. But can, can
0: Paraby dominate for 20 and then find energy? It's I think, that forward, I think
2: that forward pack can. I think that forward pack's got more legs in them than the, the Storm forward pack. Okay. Um, I think Parramatta win 1-12, man of the match, uh, uh, Sean Lane. Wow, cool. I think he's, yeah, he's yep. going to run down that edge And um, first try with uh, Jennings Very
0: good I'm I am I'm going with Melbourne uh, If Hughes plays I would be more nervous Because um, if Hughes plays actually, I don't, I'm not quite sure they can win But um, if play, Hughes yeah. does play um, oh, Doesn't play I should say yeah. uh, If Hughes does play uh, I think it's a repeat I think the spine gelled perfectly last week um, They're going to be out for the contest And Parra have to grow a leg From last week uh, so I am going to go the fox first try, getting around um, Seba. I think there is a, a weakness that's been exploited. Now that teams yeah, are going to kick behind and turn, try and turn Seba and get him, him working. Yeah. yeah, and it might not happen it's in the first ten, but you know what? It cooks weeks. him. It gets him tied in that yeah. back end of the half.
2: Sharks did it, and then yeah,
0: um, just, just kicks behind, turn around, him get, week, make him bring it. the ball back, puts pressure on Gutho, and. Um,
2: and he's sprinting as well, you know. They're high the yeah. efforts. He has to turn and sprint yeah. to get the ball.
0: And um, so I think I think there's a bit of a, a weakness exposed there potentially. Um, so uh, first try for the um, the fox. Man of the match will be Pappenhausen with some uh, late brilliance, and but one to twelve, um, big game from the cheese again. Big game from that back row, who uh, have a lot to prove, I suppose, mm-hmm. against the the hottest back row in the comp. <laughs> As we head to Friday night, another intriguing game. Panthers and Sharks, so a good litmus test again for the Sharks to see about the old uh, C&P, contender and pretender. Yeah. Um, up here at Penrith, I'll be on the deck enjoying it here. 6pm oh. Friday. 6pm Friday. Uh, Unchanged Penrith, Unchanged Sharks. Uh, obviously, they always name Rudolph... Don't they? In any and, then he, 13, and, and
2: then he normally goes back to the bench.
0: Yeah, yeah. but apart from that, unchanged. Um, Barney, you can lead off here. Where? How are you going to match up?
2: Well, I'm looking forward to watching the centers. The centers go at it. To be honest, um, Ramian and Dugan up against Tyrone May and Crichton. Um May's probably not a center, but he's very good in defence. So he draws sure. up that edge. He was actually, so, you know, um, Tyrone
0: May. He was actually someone I think when we talk about there's not many players around. Mm-hmm. He's off contract next year. He's someone, if you're after a 5'8, well, maybe a Senate, back, centre, so yeah, back row, he's someone that um, yeah. any of these four clubs with some money could pick up. He's
2: got good solid pickups.
0: You might end up at Bulldogs, who knows?
2: Um, I'm expecting Penrith to um, uh, cover the Sharks pretty easily, to be honest. Um, Penrith, uh, I've banged on about it all year and I'll keep going. Their pack is um, tremendous. And, uh, yeah, the Sharks, you got Ewellie and uh, Talakai have been doing some damage, but I can't see them matching the Penrith pack. I think Penrith end up winning it through the middle, and then they, they just, um, yeah, they've probably stripped Dugan a couple of times on that edge. and Yeah. I really I'm expecting thirteen plus, but I'm gonna go Penrith one to twelve, just um hoping hoping to see some effort out of the sharks. Man of the match Cleary, which he's been doing pretty much every other week, and I'm gonna go first try scorer, uh, Dylan Edwards.
0: Yeah, excellent. Kick
2: or just uh, just
0: back up through the middle. No, back
2: through the middle. Yeah. yeah. Soft sharks defence in the middle
1: i got to go Penrith 1-12 as well. You look at the game last week against the Warriors, a team who was in form, but they're not sort of one of the top teams. They sort of gave it to Penrith and didn't necessarily give Penrith a bit of a scare, but they kept the game close, and I think Cronulla can do the same. Um, I, I am going with Penrith, though. I'm relatively confident Penrith will get the win, but yeah, 1-12 I think Cronulla will put in a, a good effort, and they'll continue this um, this sort of <sighs> patch of form. Even though they'll lose, I think they'll look good in defeat, definitely. And um, But you know what? Good on Cronulla as well, because I was just thinking, this will be their sixth season in a row that they'll probably finish in the top eight, and that's the second longest current streak in the NRL. Um, Is so it they're, really? only, they're only second yeah. to the Storm. So good moment. Yeah. And at, at the start of yeah. the yeah. year, didn't Brisbane never miss a finals till like two years ago? Well, they missed the finals in like uh, 2010 so or 2011. Karen. Okay, you yeah. said current, not all time. Okay, fair yeah. Car- uh, Karen, <laughs> yeah. S- second. Right, I'll sorry. let this one off. S- second. Only to Melbourne currently in terms of the current run, and if Melbourne okay. didn't get done for this cap in 2010, they would be whew, a long way ahead of them. But yeah, yeah good on for good on Cronulla for that, and you know what? Especially because at the start of the year, at least from what I saw, many people had them missing the eight. They didn't start off too well, but. Yeah, they are. They, it seems like they're a consistent above-average general team, and um, if they did get a win against Penrith, well, they're not necessarily contenders for me, but they're probably on top of the pack in terms of that bottom four of the top eight.
0: All right, really, Amakiko's is going to send um, Josh Dugan about four rows back when he uh, scores the first try, so that will be where that's coming from. Either a pair in, but uh, they oh, the only reason I want to don't want to tip them thirteen plus because I think. Um, It'll be 1-12 just because they're that big. I think these last – my thing about it, these last couple of games for Penrith might be the uh, the games that other teams lose where they just cruise through and try and stay fit. they got – uh, artillery coming back, not heaps, but you know, 2 0 coming back, Kidwell, will capable a week away. <laughs> um, which is going to be like you can't drop Naden now, I don't think, but um, no, well, I don't think so. I th- but I think they're going to, I think they're just going to do what they have to do, exert their strength without not doing too much, and just show the class edge here. Probably 10 to 12 point win, but a comfortable one, and uh, and uh, I think we don't need to much talk much more about that. I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah? Broncos Dragons, the main event, which um, <laughs> a year ago would have been a big Friday night blockbuster, but there it is. Um, no Haas, no Flegler, which means offing Goway and Kennedy start. The Croft's been dropped for Milford, which uh, I don't know what, you know, to be honest, a new coach needs to come in and start again with that whole team. So what do we? We don't need to really. Well, yeah. We don't talk about Brisbane anymore. As I do? said
1: off air, mm. the NR Well, the Broncos would probably listen to me and Barney go on about Brodie Croft last week and trev, try to defend him. I guess, but um looks like well, we'll have to see. The interesting thing as well is they've dropped Croft for Milford. So yeah. we'll have to see how Milford sort of reacts to being picked over. You know the big signing. Just play the same, please.
2: Around no, in circles for
1: a bit. I mean, hey, I'm trying to be a bit positive here. Maybe he'll, um, maybe it'll put a bit of a, light, a bit of a fire up him. They say to him, "Look, you know, we brought in this guy; is not working out." Be that sort of. he's going to say? I don't even know. We'll have a coach. <laughs> well, Alex Peter Glenn's going to come in, gentle, in a suit and tell him what this <laughs> 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 like Zoom call. Zoom um, call. Yeah, but probably not. Um, D- dragons in this one. I mean, they probably should win it.
0: But, well, look. Uh, only, sorry, dragons. The only change: Paul Vaughan's in for. Um, Tristan Saylor goes off the bench. Has oh. it been two weeks
1: already? Dean
0: Young's Jeez. in as well. Yes, and Dean Young coach,
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Can't wait for Dean Young to get his coaching career off to a 100% start, one 1-0, know? and you know what? <sighs> it seems like the Dragon should probably dominate this one, but just for the sake of it, just because I brought it up before, Brisbane would be leading at halftime and look like they might actually go on with it, and then, I don't know, 40... 40 unanswered in the second <laughs> half. can <laughs> uh, <Aitken laughs> first
0: try for me. Uh, I looked at the back line. I was like, I'll take my pick of who Dufty's going to put for a hole here. Uh, and we'll go for uh, a young uh, Callum there. Not Callum, the other Aitken, Ewan. Um, 13 plus for the Dragons. Dufty, out of the match, throwing bombs where he wants to. Picking off those wingers like we talked about earlier. And uh, I'm not going to add much more there because we can get a
2: riddle going here. If Haas was in the team, I would be looking to have an upset, to be honest. Um, I think the Dragons might be a bit down after last week. They um, they put in a lot of effort into last week, and I think they might be running on some tired legs. But um, I've gone Dragons 1-12, to uh, dufty man of the match with, as you said, floating around the back, just picking off people at will, and Lomax to score the first yeah. try. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Titans Raiders
0: on the Saturday afternoon three o'clock game. Hudson Young comes back for the Raiders uh, the Don's back for Titans and um, which means Corey Thompson drop off th- under the reserves. Uh, how
1: are you going to approach yourself? I'm, I don't I think the Titan. I think the Titans are a team we can say now for the rest of the year they're going to put in an effort. They're going to give it their all. However, I think in this one with the Raiders side, who has top four aspirations on paper, only two points outside of the top four, they need to be winning games like this. Um, Let's not bet around the bush. I'm thinking... It's not going to be an absolute flogging, but I think between ten and twenty points is probably the end score. I don't, I don't think it'll be sort of a one to twelve. I think it's ten to twenty yep. in this one. The Titans can still put in a good performance. Look, um, Anthony Don, maybe not first try scorer, but he he always just happens to score. So, yeah. But look, the Raiders should win this one relatively easily. But the Titans are, they'll be up for it. But Canberra will just be far too strong. I reckon.
2: Yep. Ah, uh, bar. Um, yeah Arrow out Possibly Proctor out I, um, And You know The Sharks I thought uh, Covered them pretty comfortably In the middle last week And now they're up against the Raiders Who I think are a much better pack Um Bateman was punching holes everywhere last week. I expect it to continue this week. I think the the Raiders might actually give the Titans a bit of a touch up in this one. I've gone Raiders thirteen plus uh, first try scorer Bateman and man of the match Williams to continue his form from last week. Yeah, I'm a
0: uh, man of the match Bateman first try, Kotrick, and uh, thirteen plus. I'm not going to add too much more there. Um, which uh, A.J. Brimson will score as well, I think, if there's 12 points in the uh, in the Titans. We've mentioned the two of them. The 5.30 game, Tigers-Roosters. Uh, Alex Twell named the eighth man, probably if he's fit, plays. Okay, yeah. um, Weir Hargrave back, BMO's back at the wrong time. Um, Hutchin- Hutchinson and Flanagan in the halves. Uh, this is a game six weeks ago. If you'd seen the teams looking there, you'd be all revved up to maybe think the Tigers could cause an upset, but not now.
2: Nope. No, not on the last, back of last week's performance. Um, yeah, they should have put on a lot more points at different times last week and didn't do it. Um, as you said, Roosters with a bit of firepower coming back. I'm expecting the Roosters 1-12 to just because they're... Um, they're I think they struggle with Hutchinson in there with... Uh, Mm. With Flanagan, I, I think they're too much of the same type of player. That
0: clunkiness you and, talked about is going to be present, but yeah. it won't matter.
2: And um, but I think Teddy, man of the match, uh, just back on the inside, offloads from the forwards. Uh, Roosters one to twelve. Manu with the first try.
0: Yeah. I'm um, going BMO's Takiyahu Man of the Match 1-12 to 12 again Could be a blur, Uh And let's just give a uh, special mention to the Weir Hargraves Packer Clash Which um, yep. should see someone suspend for at least two weeks So <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Yes good <going>. <laughs> I'm going to say Roosters 13+. plus. Um, I, I do think it's a bit of a concern, for Flanagan and uh, Hutchinson. But you know what? Um, I've considered a few things. The Roosters got done pretty easily by Melbourne last week. They'll be looking to hit back. Kyle Flanagan gets his chance back in the side. He'll want to prove himself. A Tigers team who was out of form will be easier to do that against, um, for Flanagan in particular. You've got the reinforcements, as you said, BMO's. Rory Hargreaves coming back as well. And the Tigers have just not looked great in recent weeks. And that could be their undoing. You know, it could end up being a case where it's, it's weird to say because the Roosters are a top side where the Tigers lose this one. Uh, we'll at least – if the Tigers come up and put in an effort and we sort of see glimpses of a Tiger side from a few weeks ago, then, yeah, it'll be 1-12, to 12, but I don't think we'll see that. And I think probably 13-plus to the Roosters, unfortunately, their first try scorer, James Stursko. I'm going on. James Stursko, man, in the match as well. I feel like this is one big performance he'll put in, and then I'm not sure who they have the week after, but maybe give him a rest then if a couple more. If they can get
0: a, yeah, If they get a bit of a break on the two-point lead on f- – is they won't because Canberra will win. But uh, if they get a bit of a break, Teddy does need a rest. I,
1: I'll tell you what as well. They
0: might race him anyway. Now they got, you know what, now they've got was back, they can play yeah. Manu and the Morris Brothers around there and, and maybe get
1: away with that. And if it's half-time, you know, sort of maybe even 60 minutes in, the Roosters are tailing um, tailing the Tigers up, uh, looking ahead, maybe bring Teddy off.
0: Yeah, I think so. Whether he wants to or not.
1: Uh, Bunnies-Eagles
0: on the 7.30. Yeah. Um, Garrick back, uh, two powers been named as uh, once he passes a final HIA. Bailey's here and comes in for Liam Knight, who's suspended, uh, and Rubik Garrick back as to full back fullback with um, Parker out, to full Elliot back out on the wing. Yes, yeah, fullback on the wing. Uh, I was all teed up to want a tip against the bunnies, but. Just the injury toll again. Leans. I'm um, uh, struggling to. I think last week's game takes a toll on the Eagles. I think Barney's one to twelve under duress. Gay guy first try for the reasons I mentioned earlier, and uh, hopefully it's. I'm going actually against a former pop plant, Adam Reynolds, to find a bit of form off the back of last week's heroics and um, maybe lead him around the park a little bit better. Barn, what do you think?
2: I'm actually going to go with Manly in this game. I um, I think the Manly pack is better than South's pack and I think their centres and wingers match up pretty much the same to be honest so that leads me back down the garden path to the halves Um, DCE and Adam Reynolds pretty much cancel each other out I think so um, you're looking at Cody Walker um, and unfortunately Cody Walker's three quarters of the time nowhere to be found and the other quarter of the time he has a blinder and um, Kate Custer's there 90% of the time so I'm going to go with the, with the Eagles in a really tough game, it's, it, it is do or die so I'm expecting it to be an absolute 100% effort out of Manly um, they, they have to win it in the middle um, that's South's weak point uh, to be honest, they match up pretty close in the centres, so um, expect the Manly to win it through the middle. Uh, DCE to uh, just kick them to death on the back of a, a good forward pack and Siren and to score the first try.
0: Now, I um, I just want to mention, I could have literally just said word for it. You just said and just went, you know, it's one of those things that went the other way. Yep. But um, agree with that. And if Manly to win, there to be JT another big performance from um, of course the current JT Ollie. This is
2: what he does.
1: This one, I could change my opinion multiple times before this game happens. However, right now, I'm thinking this one will be very similar to the Souths-Cowboys game last week, but Manly win. I th- they need to win this. Look, if they were against a side, any side pretty much above South Sydney right now, then I- I- I'd tip the other team to win. Uh, however, th- they're up against Souths who uh, have been good. They've been... part. They've Getting a pass mark, but Manly they need this win. It it they've still got players there like DC, like Jake Trbojevic. It's not like they're completely mm-hmm. done for. And yeah, they need this one, and then they need Tom Trbojevic to come back. And it'll be interesting because after this week, as we've said, if Manly get the win, then there's two points in it, and then we just have to see the form of those two sides for the rest of the season to see who gets eighth. So,
0: yeah. Dogs Warriors kicks off the Sunday session. Um... Two teams we've waxed lyrical about earlier about um, their effort for the year, and uh, it sort of makes this another year you might not even bother, but the sort of a game I want to watch out <laughs> of uh, interest just to see who aims up here. Yeah, definitely. Interesting, uh, Herbert's been dropped, it looks like, so bring... Um... In- injured. Oh, is he injured? I, was gonna say, I saw he's the, been been
1: good, um, been okay. been the Warriors. Okay, had no today. mention
0: of it today, but um, Pompey's on the wing for him, which I was shocked at there, um, but yeah, but injury makes sense, because um, that combination, since I bagged Hicko a couple of weeks ago, Hicko and Herbert have been tremendous um back at fullback for the dogs as well as uh oh, marsh king to hooker um and another in who I can't read my own handwriting youtube would uh this will tell me uh do, 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 do. i don't know remus smith remus smith it is yeah sorry um tell us some things Barney
2: yeah, oh, actually, I'm I'm going to go with the Warriors here, and I'm I think they're going to win well. To be honest, I think this is going to be their one chance of the season where they get to tower somebody up. I think uh, the the forwards are going to get on a roll, and I think I'm expecting RTS to have a really big game in this one. To be honest, uh, he's shown some really good signs over the last couple of weeks. He's always in and around the game, but the last couple of weeks he looks like he just wants to break out, and I think if the Warriors get <clears throat> a roll on that front foot uh, We've got the Warriors 13 plus RTS first try And man of the match I
0: agree with that I think he's building To something
1: RTS uh, Ollie? I'm going to say uh, Warriors 1 to 12 I think If The Bulldog side From last week Shows up And the Warriors side From the past couple Of weeks shows up We're in for a really Good game I think Um it's going to be one that I'm looking forward to watch. Look, right now, if I had to tip a game for game of the week, I'm probably tipping this one. Um, just in terms of the, I know the hype around it's not going to be huge, but in terms of the on-field performances that we see, I think it'll probably be game of the week. Uh, as I said, Warriors one to twelve, both sides, will, both sides will show up. Both sides will see this as one that they could probably realistically win. Like even the Bulldogs will be saying, "Look, if there's a, any, sure. if there's a couple of teams we could beat possibly on, on on the way out, Warriors could be one. Let's go, give it our all." So I'll be interested. Um, I'm going to say first try scorer yeah I'll probably go RTS as well I I feel like he's sort of he's sort of looking a bit better last week there were a couple of issues at Penrith, but he's certainly getting better towards the end of the season so I think he could be the difference maker in this one but just on sort of these sort of lower table sides and that another game that I'm really looking forward to in a couple of weeks is the Titans and the Bulldogs if both those sides give it their all as well that could be a good game we could see sort of Down towards the bottom of the ladder, arguably some of the games of the year, at least not in terms of hype, but on-field performance. I remember back when uh, they were hyping it all week when it was the Roosters up against Parramatta, when Para was still first. They were saying this is going to be the game of the week, and that, and it sort of it did live up to the hype. It was a good game, but I remember that week that um, Sharks Bulldogs game. I thought, at least from what we saw on the field, in, in terms of the on-field product, I was more entertained and enthralled by that game. Yep. So in terms of on the field games, no, the week, so it, and, I feel like we could see a few coming from the yeah, bottom of the ladder.
0: And like- like I said earlier, it's funny how your opinion changes when you actually sit and watch, try and watch every game yeah. um, of what games to be good and bad games, and you might say this from running a Facebook page. How often do you get comments on your page where people blatantly don't even watch a thing, yeah? And just go, oh well, if the rest did this, blah, 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 which I actually do on this podcast, but um, <laughs> but oh. if um, but I'll just go, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, like, is does it just? Put people on show on social media when they comment on your page? Or? For,
1: for example, I'm not sure whether I did or not, but if I put up a post, what game was better uh, that week, the Roosters and Parramatta or the Sharks and Bulldogs, I would argue in terms of on the field, in terms of how close the game was and the on-field performances, I'm saying the Sharks and Bulldogs. However, most people would probably say Roosters-Parramatta because for the whole week leading up to it, all the ads on Fox League told them it was. was. So it's not always the games. And as I said, it was a very good game still, but a lot of people... You need to realise if there's a, a game of the year or a game of the week or whatever that's being hyped as that, it's hyped as game of the round or game of the week. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily mean it is. Yeah, yeah. That could be two of the top sides, but yep, it it it's what you see on the field. Hell, we could get a game. Yeah, we definitely. See, we could see Penrith taking on the Bulldogs, right? And that could be an absolute stellar game, but. I'd say I think the Warriors
0: games the last probably
1: month have been all been great games. Exactly, but you don't see it get hyped as like, wow, what a game! This was a game of the week, or something. Because of that, like South Sydney and North Queensland was probably game of the week this week. Yeah, but you don't really hear too much on it. There are other games, you know,
0: Melbourne. So speaking of another a ripper clash, which will finish the round this week, the four o'clock game. is the Knights and Cowboys, which should, if Cowboys turn out like they did last week, can give them a Red Hot crack, and a surprise wouldn't upset me. But um, what are you thinking here, Ollie? Go on. You've...
1: I'm going to say Newcastle, even though they've not, as I said, again, they've not looked the best. I'm, I'm going to say 1-12, to though. Cowboys did get the win over them early this year. Um, however, I, I think Newcastle will bring it home. I'm going to say Blake Green, man of the match here. Um, first try scorer. ah oh. Uh, who, who, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe go a, a best, something like that. I, I think. Hey, uh, uh, not playing, still out. I think he's gone for still out. Year. Is he he, he, he did. really. I thought yeah. he was American, back. that nah,
0: gone. On. Um, the only change I want to just mention: um, Granville's out. I'm pretty sure for
2: Swaller or somebody. else. Yeah, but, uh, uh, Granville's been doing very little anyway. Yeah, Granville. Suwala's out, uh, out for.
0: Um, uh, Sofitis out, of course. Yeah. Starting prop out for the other Sofidi starting.
2: Yeah, that is neat, same knee, was it? Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, then, you know, I'm going to say Pongo to probably get the first try. I'll say he'll probably sort of step up. He's been pretty good lately, at least individually, and against his old side you know, as well. I, I'm going to say he puts in a bit of a performance. But um, I'm going to say 1-12. to 12, I feel like the Cowboys will put in an effort again but yep. Newcastle will probably just be too strong in the end, but that's not going to change my opinion that Newcastle are probably a, an in-and-out team once it comes forward. Don't from the Newcastle
0: have some great names? Stafford, Teller. Yep. Tremendous. Hey, oh, he's Phoenix, got tried both. not Um Stafford, Phoenix, Crossland, <laughs> Tex Hoy. <Absolutely>. Um, <laughs> Bradman tremendous. Bradman Best. Bradman Best.
2: Yeah, no, um... um <laughs> I've changed my mind about three times thinking about this game, to be honest. Um, It's a hard, really, really hard one to line up. Morgan was super impressive considering the way he came back the week before. Um, He improved markedly between his first game and his second game. Um, But I think the Knights, they rely on Ponga but, and um, Green's going to give him a bit of assistance I think this week as well. I'll, I'll go with Green for man of the match. And Ari Tuala to score the first try on the back of a move out to the edges but um, Dan Saifidi worries me a little bit. I'm, I was all teed up for Newcastle to win this one in the middle but um, Saifidi out hurts a fair bit I think. Uh, it should be a really good matchup up uh, considering where they're both sitting on the ladder, I, I expect it to be closer than um, yeah. where they sit on the ladder. I, I,
0: it's funny, it's one of those rounds where I'm all teed up to ten up and I couldn't find one because the, oh, I can see them, but I can't yeah. say it. But I, I'm going to go just quickly Knights, yeah, Knights probably 1 to 12, Ponga Ponga. Um, ponga. Man of the match in first try, and he'll be the difference between two teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, so are we going to say
1: that? One? Well, I, I was just thinking then but from what we were t- talking about just before, you know, you look at this one as what what'd be hyped or what you'd pick on paper as a game in the round is a storm versus Eels or maybe a Pen of Cronulla, but yep. you know, even those games considered, I genuinely think the Warriors and Bulldogs could take the cake here. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm really looking forward to next week when we look back and we sort of see, you know, what happens, what changed in that and one. So
0: I think it's a good. This is a good test because. If you, you have two upsets here, two teams are knocked out, you're going to have um, the Eels maybe have their pants pulled down. We're going to find out, which uh, it's exciting. It's been exciting. Aren't you? And we're going to get into finish off, as we always do, with our disaster class. Barney Boy, how's the stats read? And for those playing at home, I do want everyone to know uh, he does keep all his stats in the back of a notebook, which I love. <laughs> um,
2: we put it on a spreadsheet or?
0: Yeah, no, well, a punting one is a spreadsheet, but, you know. <laughs> Are you going to join our punting for spring? Yeah, Only not? so many hours in a day. you get getting in for the spring features on a Thursday night. Yeah, okay. You're allowed out twice a week? Maybe
2: not. Might have to be a Zoom call.
0: All right. Oh, well, uh, well, we'll do the big days. We'll get in for the big days then.
2: Right.
0: Um, but so,
2: yeah, Daggy's currently on a positive of eight dollars after fourteen rounds of betting, and I'm on a positive of ninety five dollars. Um, yeah, one that one after one, of one round of, of winning. Exit, that <laughs> one bet. <pick laughs> um, so I'm going to go with uh, I'm going with two upsets this week. As you said, you're looking for two. Um, I found I'm going to go with Manly and the Dogs head to head with the price of uh, around what is it seven dollars fifty. Beautiful. Are you chubbing in here?
1: I'd have to think of a... I'd have to think of one. Let me have a quick... Oh, you know what? <sighs> I like that He said, I'll I have go. to think of
0: one. He literally just stared at the roof to think.
1: i go... <laughs> <It's good. laughs> I'll, I'll go storm... <sighs> I get you definitely get on the storm, especially yep. if they're still well, kicking
0: right myself. I've kicking myself a week. That I didn't just make that my masterclass because yeah. uh, I did take two seventy-five and had a good bet and had a good storm result. So, two
2: thirty-seven
0: and yeah, two thirty-seven. So I'm going to make just while you have a thing. Yeah. Oh, I oh, know you can take that as a good well, bet. No, I say right. storm thirteen plus just to add, add a little bit of spice. Oh, to spice! It. Uh, I'm going to have a storm head oh, to head. Six twenty-five. Storm head to head into Cowboys head to head. Yep. You're getting two two forty into three thirty. get about eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, seven eighty there. Uh, with a bet, a odds boost, and whatever else, you might get eight dollars. That's a good. That's a. It's a gamble, but it's a good gamble. I think there. Yeah? Yep. something there. All right, boys. It's been a lot of fun. It has. Thanks, coming. Really good. Um, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. I'd like to thank Ollie from uh, Rugby. League, in my opinion, check out his face his face on book book and also page on, on Facebook on face face. <laughs> on that one. So thanks all. been a pleasure coming off the bench here in the number 14. Barney, good job. Yes, mate. All right. I you going to shake my hand oh then. That yeah, was weird. All start. right, let's go home. All right. Oh, this song. Hey, oh. everyone.
1: Dirty, sexy, oh.